The Bostonian versus the book is being brought to you by Mullen Labe Cigars. Every man dies, not every man really lives. It's a movie line. It's the fundamental principle by which this premium, organic, small batch cigars are made. Their tobacco has a 200-year-old generational line and is grown in soil free from GMOs, fertilizers, and pesticides. Mullen Labe Cigars are produced in small batches, and when they are gone, they're gone. Their work is marked by an outpouring of skill and pride. The result is a cigar that defines the luxury smoking experience one worthy of your finest moments. Celebrate your biggest victories with Maolave Cigars. Shop today at M-O-L-O-N-L-A-B-E cigars.com or check out the link on the BBB Discord channel. Maolave Cigars, don't wait to experience something great. The Bostonian is Matt Perrault. This is our f- city. The book is Dave Sherapan. Play him. Pay that man his money. Together, they are the Bostonian versus the book. You covered! You covered 12! I covered! Follow the show on Twitter at Boston versus the book. How do you like them, Matt? Bringing you the best insight on sports betting news, Matt and Dave's daily picks, and an entertaining and unfiltered dive into the sports betting industry. Here's Dave Sherapan and Matt Peralt. And here we go. It is Wednesday, September the 13th. What is up, Brigade? Welcome into another episode of the Bostonian versus the book. He is Dave Sherrip and I'm Matt Peralt with you on Twitter and live on YouTube at Boston versus the book. Sirius XM channel 159 and Sports Grid TV on the replay. How are you, sir? Happy Wednesday. What is going on in your neck of the woods? Oh, a little bit of this, a little bit of that. We got a wake-up call this morning at 4 a.m. We've been going nonstop since. Um, it is ish time right now. Thank you, courtesy yes. of our guy Rainmaker Lou and Mrs. Rainmaker for the ish t-shirt. We say put stuff on a t-shirt all the time. They actually went and did it and hand-delivered yeah. it when they were here in Vegas last week when they signed up for the contest with the Brigade Proxy Service. Thank you all for that. Um, yeah, 4 a.m., Little shake, little rattle, little roll. We're taking the oldest big kid sig to the hospital for to ER. She got a bad headache. You know, it's hard being being a female. There's a lot of moving parts. There's a lot of things that happen. Um, not just every month, but all the time. I feel blessed to be a guy. I feel blessed to be alive. She went, got checked out. She's comfortably resting uh, after having one of those crippling migraines, apparently. They suck. It's bad. It's bad. We're going to have to get some further tests done. Wouldn't you know, in the irony of all ironies, the recommendation for the doctor that she's going to go to is the doctor that I got referred to after the stroke for wow. to check my head out. I have a brain guy. Well, the brain guy is now going to see Big Kin Six. So we, get, we got that taken care of. We did some videos this morning uh, at the sunrise. You prefer sunrise or sunset, Pirot, if you had to make a line. Which one do you like better? I always feel better seeing the sunrise. I always appreciate the sunset more. Well said. Well said. Something about that sunrise makes it like a minus 150 favorite for me. I love watching the sunset too. Yeah. But the rise, I don't know why. And then daylight makes it the favorite. We're going to ask the first question out of the gate for the chat. Sunrise or sunset, what do you got? The boys and girls are all here. Hit the like button. Hit the subscribe button. 
Full show today. No guests, just me and you mm. going back and forth, playing a little tennis. What uh, that was like, what happened last night? I gave you what happened this morning. Well, what's the first thing on the rundown? What do you got? Well, I mean, uh, there's a couple things to get to kind of unpack from what happened on Monday night. First, oh, we're going back to Monday night just because it's the numbers came out late yesterday into early this morning that. If you're a national TV platform right now and you thought the Jets were going to be on because they have five games this year on national TV. Five. Standalone games. Standalone five games. Now four left. The first one did the hot, the biggest audience in the history of Monday Night Football on ESPN. Aaron Rodgers started that game. He did. He did not end that game, though. <laughs> didn't even He's, make it through the first series. He started the game. He did not end the game. And if you're an executive, if you're on Fox or Amazon or whatnot, you're just crying because you actually think oh. that there is some unbelievable thing going on and you're just jumping up and down and you're going, oh my gosh, this is great. And now you've got Zach Wilson coming in. So huge audience. That audience was at a Packers bar. <laughs> Do you guys you remember go. this story? Okay, so, so this comes from Kevin who sends the, e- the email in and says, Matt and Dave, longtime listener since the juice started. Listen to BVB, the podcast, every day. Try my best to catch it live on Roll Call Friday. Love you, Kevin. Yep. Thank you for listening to the show, and thank you for emailing us, sir. Y'all mentioned a week ago <laughs> about a bar in Wisconsin offering free drinks if Rodgers started the game for the Jets in primetime and they lost. Oh, boy. Obviously, there will be only one game this season, but apparently when Rodgers went out of the game, the mm. Packers fan at the bar started running up their tabs, thinking it was a sure thing that the Jets were going to lose. Line them up. Line them up. Uh, kind of like making another bet with the winnings from a bet that hasn't cast yet. Uh-oh. I thought y'all might have found it interesting. Here's a link to the article. The Jets lost. <laughs> Can you imagine being, you see Rodgers get hurt. Every Packer fan's excited because they hate Rodgers' guts. So he's hurt. And they're like, wait, our bar tab is free because this is not up against a Packer game. So there are four games we talked about only four times all year. That bar was going to comp your bill if the Jets lost without the Packers playing at the same time. You have right. To be 15 minutes before the game kicked. But if you got there and got your seat, and I'm guessing on game one on a Monday night, Everybody in that bar in Wisconsin was all, you know, packed in. <laughs> Rogers gets hurt. Top shelf liquor. Get it all down. <laughs> Line them up. Let's go. Yeah. And that punt return must have made them all sick going, oh, no. That's like the book moving a number and just taking all the bets and say, come on, come on, come on, come on. And then just completely clearing the board. The ultimate double zero on the roulette wheel. Right? <laughs> Load up all the numbers. You got the whole board covered. Falls in that click, 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 click. Oop. Double zero. And the croupier sweeps them all in. All the What's the name of that person? Do? The croupier what? Croupier. That's croupier. their name? Yeah. C-R-O-U-P-I-E-R. I believe that's how it's spelled. Yeah. The no. croupier. Who yeah. named that? Because they called the game craps, which isn't very articulate. No, no, no. Wrote- that's The croupier <laughs> is the roulette guy. Oh, the sorry. Stick man. The stick man is the guy that uses the okay, stick. Okay, that's man. crap. Sorry. You're right. Thank you. Thank yeah. you. Yeah. So, and then the box man is the guy that sits there and makes sure that everybody's doing their jobs. So everybody got a name. Box man, stick guy. Is roulette uh, French? Roulette? I believe so. Right. Oh. Did the French L-R-O-U-L-E-T-T-E. invent it? R O U L E T T E. 
Yeah. Which is, did the French invent it or was it mentioned in Canada and they just call it French? I don't think they invented anything in Canada. I don't Not know. Not that I'm besmirching <laughs> any Canadian audience. I don't I don't think they invented roulette. They Hockey. invented a lot of things in Canada. Hockey, right? Hockey for sure. I mean, Canucks did that. Uh, basketball, yeah. I believe. Didn't they what? invent basketball? And they brought no, they it did down? not. Yeah, something like that. They did yeah. not. Dr. James Nathan invented it in Western Massachusetts. He got credit for it. Springsfield, Mass. You Mass guys take credit for everything. Hell yeah. You know, that's that's what you guys do. Packers Bar people, it's a great promotion. They thought oh. they were getting over on everybody. They were having a good time up until the fourth quarter, maybe the third interception, and went, uh-oh. Whose credit card did we leave? <laughs> yeah, right. At what point do they start to realize that, oh, no, man. We oh. might have to pay this bill. Oh, <laughs> it might be on us. That doink. They probably thought with that doink kick, like, okay, oh, get to overtime. Bless you. I get to, we'll get to overtime. We'll be okay. All right. 16, 16. Bills won the toss. All right. Bills won the toss. Kick a field goal. And then they go three and out and they punt and they're like, oh no. Oh no. Oh no. <laughs> trip, trip, trip. Call the trip. Call the trip. No flags. No flags. No flags. Touchdown. Six point walk off. Goodbye. Jets one and oh. Canadian inventions include hockey and curling. Thank you. True. Uh, curling. Bonvi said, watch it. It's hockey and lacrosse. Oh, um, that's true. I'll give you that. Because okay, so lacrosse, okay. hockey, and curling. Two of the three you enjoy drinking. The other two, other one, I wouldn't really, I wouldn't play lacrosse and drink. That could get tough. Uh, apparently, Naismith was Canadian. That's oh, he is Canadian. So, That's fine. But he, I knew there it. was, I knew there was something like that. He invented it in Springfield at a school in Springfield. Right. That's Peach where the Baskets. Hall of Fame is, right? Springfield, Correct. Massachusetts. Correct. Okay. Um, roulette is a French word. Uh, it's named after a French word that means little wheel. Thank you, <laughs> Chef Benny. What? What's so funny about that? Little, little wheel. wheel. Little wheel. It's a little wheel. Sure. A roulette is a little, a little wheel. Okay. Listen, leave something in the super chat directly. I'll so read. could you call like, it? Like, could, what, you, could you walk up? Like, I'm not, could you, could you say, like, I'm not going to play roulette. You say, I'm going to go play little wheel. <laughs> that'd be kind of, that'd be kind of so fun. Difficult. Why would you? That'd be that? kind of fun. If you had, instead of having like you know roulette table on like you know how they 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 put the signs up as to what area it is, they just call it the little wheel table, the <laughs> little wheel area. That'd be awesome. That would be a way of like differentiating yourself. If you're like a circus, circus, it certainly would. Thank you, little, you for saying. If you're like, like you. a clown, you know, like circus, circus is like a clown theme yes. place. You just yes. make everything clown theme. You don't call it roulette. You call it little wheel. Little wheel. Don't yeah. call it blackjack. And then the big wheel is the money wheel. We could we could do a big. I hate wheel. that thing. Gotta hate that. Click 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 click. I hate that thing. I hate that thing at Dave and Buster's. I hate that thing. I just I I'm just not a very big fan of that thing. I think it's all rigged. Yeah, little um, rigged too though. Maple syrup. Where was maple syrup invented? Canada. Uh, That's they what they make it in Canada, and they perfected yeah. it in Canada. But I think people in Maine, in upstate New Hampshire, and Vermont might actually argue. I think Vermont may be the ones that would push back on that. Um, poutine. That stuff sucks. You don't like poutine? Poutine sucks. Who eats that stuff? That's a heart attack in a box. No, little or whatever. Like, where, where, where are the thing that they give you at, at the fries at, and the gravy and, and the stand. cheese and all that other stuff? Ugh, all, so no bad. Good? I don't like loaded fries. I don't like bit brisket loaded fries. I don't like queso loaded fries. Not a fan. I don't like heavy things like that. 
you know, that's good because as you get older, they don't like you back. That's good. So okay. Yeah, that's, there we go. Yeah. If, I'm if you've not... eliminated them from your life at a young age, you definitely aren't missing anything later because the agita and everything else you get. Oh, no. Um, not a fan. The well, poutine is the ball. Jimmy Jackson, poutine is the ball. I know people love it. Up in, in where I grew up, people love it. I mean, it's I'm French Canadian. I'm supposed to like it. I don't like it. I, nope. I, it, it makes me Pierre gross. Chevalier just oh, Jesus, summed up that, what I was thinking. Name Pierre Chevalier is liking poutine. That's minus a thousand. He's liking poutine. There goes Quebec as a sponsor. That's, that's, that's fine. That's that. What do you mean? That's fine. That's a that, that, that's a good what place. city? What cities in Quebec? What city is in Quebec? Quebec yeah. City. Well, that's one of them. Yeah. Yeah. Is it, is it Montreal in Quebec? Um. Yeah. Yeah. So I, I'm, I'm not worried. You're not. <laughs> I'm not worried that if, if Quebec is, uh, yeah, I'm, 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 I'm not worried. Man, oh man, I'm getting texts right now about, about? Uh, questioning why are we bashing anything Canadian. I, I have no idea. I, no. We're not bashing no. anything Canadian. We, we, we work just, with. We, I think we just have subconsciously because we work with too many of them now. So it's just kind of a subconscious thing. We're going to crack on Canada. Canada, yeah. nice. Canada oh, nice. That's that's different than Iowa nice. Oh, it's different. Yeah. It's a little it's a little more dorky than Iowa nice. Ooh. Canada nice. I mean, come on. They call a Canadian tuxedo all denim. So, you know. <laughs> what? <laughs> that's what that's they do. Real. That's real. Yeah. You never heard of a Canadian tuxedo? A Canadian nope. tuxedo. Just now. Wearing all denim. You wear all a denim coat, denim jeans. Yeah, man, we see some I see some names in a chat. Very good to see both of uh, big businesses in there. Dave's Daily Picks What's dropping up? dropping a, a blue stripe for us. Uh, he said for Dave nailing a run in the fifth yesterday. True. So whatever he game did. that was that we talked about. Orioles and the uh, <laughs> uh, St. Louis and the Orioles. Cardinals. Yeah. yeah. We'll that get was to good. Wayne, we'll, we'll get to that game in a second. My, my bitching about Wainwright in a little bit. Yeah. If you're a Cardinals fan and you want Wainwright to win number 200, get me to bet on the game. It's, it's automatic. The guy's had two good starts in, in two months, and I've been on, I've been against it both times. <laughs> Swear to God. If you want number 200 to get out of the way quick, let me bet Wainwright to suck, and you'll he'll get it like that. It'll be automatic. Put it in the super chat. Remind us the next time that Wainwright pitches, come in there and remind us. We'll bet it. I'll bet it. And then you'll you, you win. Bet it. Yep, I'll bet it. And, and you guys can all 200. fade it. Yep. He'll get, get 200%. 100%. You guys will get the money. Plus, he'll get to 200. And we can stop this ridiculousness of running him out there every fifth day, trying to get him 200 desperately and then shut the guy down. Because this is, this is not a super chat. This is just a line from Rainmaker 512. Yeah. Sorry, Will. What the fuck is poutine? Amen to that. When you look at it, when you look at it, you're gonna think the same exact thing. You look at it and go, "You want me to eat that? I gotta eat that. I don't want to eat that. That doesn't oh, look appetizing so- at all." <laughs> poutine is not appetizing. No, it's like the gravy is like brownish, weird color. Look, it looks gray and brown. Oh man! Yeah, it's 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 just it's Too not much. it's not appetizing. Think they serve poutine at that bar at the Packers bar. Is that a Midwest? Oh, that's a, that's a that's a really good question. You know what? I bet they do serve protein at a, at a, at an Irish at a Packers Put cheese bar on everything. Our guy Keith down at the circus was talking about different fine cheeses and how they age cheese and all that other stuff. It's too much. How it's they too much. Age, how they age? Yes, cheese? yes. He was giving me a whole lesson. 
I was like, what are you talking about? He's like, oh, yeah, I went up back and, you know, had that 10-year age cheese. Uh, 10 years? What are you talking about? Ten I don't like cheese age. one day past the expiration date. No, it's – what? You're supposed to age it. What are you talking about? Now you're getting confused by what's what. Oh, I You're just... supposed to age it. Hold on. So uh, for Rainmaker, this is this is what poutine looks like. It's, oh, you got a picture? Yeah. It's not – it's not – it's – yeah, that's poutine. I mean, that don't look half bad. They dress that up nice. Well, it's it just it's so heavy. Look how heavy that is. Oh, that's a that's a nap or a visit to the cardiologist. Right yeah, now. it's it's cheese on yeah. cheese with bacon and chives and macaroni and cheese on there. It's just a lot. So it's it's definitely they would at a Packers bar they would hundred percent serve that poutine is something they would absolutely serve. I'm 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 saying yes, but I'm not a very I'm just not a fan. I'm just a you know I, Jimmy I, Jack said they have a food we have a food truck here called Le Poutine. Where in Vegas? No. Oh, I don't think Jimmy Jack with four K's is in Vegas. Oh, roll call Friday is Friday. I don't know where everybody's at today. True. I love food trucks. Food trucks are the best. You do? Oh, I think they're awesome. I love them. Yeah. Some of the best food you can eat are in food trucks because a lot of times it's people who are trying to build their brand. Right. And they've they've gone from like a home chef into a food truck from a food truck. They go to an actual brick and mortar. Right. That's kind of how the progression goes now, especially here, here in Vegas, some of the best tacos you'll have are in the, are in the food trucks. They're great. They are. There's some really good food trucks. There was one over by the house when they were building houses, you know, and they were taking care of the workers. They would come park. I drove by one time. You know what? Give me a couple tacos. They were delicious. Yeah. Really, really good stuff. Canadian bacon, bacon. Canadian bacon is the only time I ever eat Canadian bacon is on a, is on on a breakfast sandwich. Otherwise, I've oh, never eaten it. That's it. So like it is, it, it's not really bacon. It's it it looks like a. <laughs> say it. What? What? It looks like what? Say it. it, it you can it do looks, it. It looks like a certain part of a female anatomy at times. It just makes me gonna go. Meat curtains? No. <laughs> Higher up in the body. <laughs> oh. So. Yeah. Here? Yeah, like there. <laughs> so really? Like, you get the circle it just like, eh, yeah. Oh. oh. Just kind of like, eh. So I gotta go. That, that that's always kind of made me go, nope, not in on Canadian bacon. No, thank you. But I do Pastor have it. Anthony just asked, isn't this a sports show? It is a sports show. It's, it's a, a show. show. It's, it's a, a show, life show that happens to be about sports and gambling. Right. Not a sports that's, gambling show. That's 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 fine. That's and and we thank you for being here, Sebastian. Yes. I appreciate you being here and in the chat. Um, let me make a quick shout out to my okay. friends, the barber and the hat. Um, dear, dear friends of mine. I love them both very, very much. Uh, they're out eating lunch right now at Permani Brothers in Pittsburgh. Ooh, hi. And they said we're watching you guys right now. Phenomenal. Hat. Uh, was a lifelong. He was actually the mailman that was Beano Cook's mailman. Phenomenal in the in the book. In the book that Lucas wrote, and had his name put in there. Uh, after I met Lucas, he went and redid the reprint and put in Mike's name. So the hat is watching, and the barber who's responsible for cutting my hair for about twenty five years and made it like this because <laughs> he really knew what he was doing. He did. He was a great barber, okay. but uh, he always went a little too much. <laughs> and um, we're going to meet them when we go to Pittsburgh and do the show. They're going to be uh, bringing lifelong card game, Sunday night card game that we nicknamed kindergarten. Um, the barber 
and the hat were charter members of that club. I just wanted to oh, say hello to both. Very of them. cool. Yeah. So the NFLPA wants the NFL to remove turf. This is now the reaction to the Aaron Rodgers situation that someone on Twitter got a lot of run off of it because they made the joke and it turned out to be actual reality that the the rain soaked turf at MetLife was going to snap Aaron Rodgers and Achilles. He was going to be gone for the year, which is exactly what happened. Yeah, the guy said that on social media two or three days before it it happened. Right, and then it rained hard. They were actually, uh, they had to clear out of the stadium two hours prior because of the thunderstorms that were coming through. So they got heavy, heavy rain right before the game. Yeah. And then they played football on a wet turf. And Aaron Rodgers, did you see the video I posted that I, I retweeted? I did. That snapping of that Achilles is nasty, man. His calf literally shook as it popped. It's crazy when you see that in slow motion. You're like, you know, that's just unnerving. It's just so interesting because like you don't think of that part of your body being under that much pressure, and it snaps like that, and you just see the body. You see like it's like a like a chain or a rope when it snaps. Right. The whole body gets. You know, it affects the whole lower leg. And he acted like it was nothing. Can't believe how tough of a guy he is because that has to hurt. I've heard that's one of the most painful things you can possibly do is he snap was like, your Achilles. Cute. He tried to walk it off. Well, he was, he knew he was done. Yeah. Did you hear Garrett Wilson this morning? Yeah. Oh, I heard Garrett Wilson yesterday. Sorry, kid. Yeah. yeah. Sorry. Like he knew, he, he knew right then and there. I mean, Rogers knew in the moment, Rogers knew he was done. Done. Yeah, that sucks. So, I we've talked about this on the show. I've talked about it my whole life. I got to go down on the field at the River Stadium in the seventies as a kid, and I was like, "This is we're playing on a a green parking lot." But this right. is it was cement with with a layer to not make sure all of your skin ripped off, only some of it. It was the turf became so hard, and then did you ever play soccer or football or anything on turf? Of course, indoor. Yeah. Okay. So Hated it. I, I played football on turf in I played high baseball school. on I mean played baseball on turf. Never played baseball on turf until I moved out west. But uh well, actually, no, that's that that's ball we, we is went down so fast off the bat. It's crazy. Not it's fun. crazy. So and we had to teach the kids how to do that here when we would go places and play on turf. And then we got a field here that was turf. So it changed the whole game. But the everything I remember this. I felt so fast at the beginning of the game. Everything was quicker. Everything off the line. We were faster. I felt like running to make tackles was fast. Everything was faster. But I was so sore the next day. <laughs> I was so it was it was a different sore. And you worry about that. Like, I mean, these guys are making millions and millions of dollars. I never felt good about it. I always felt I was sticking and I always felt like, yes, I wanted the ability. I had to physically think about lifting my foot up, up, off the ground. I didn't like that playing soccer on that. I, I like the, uh, I like to be able to move fluidly and you were quicker. Yes. You could, you know, go left and right faster, but I never felt like I was faster straightforward because I was always concerned about having to Stop cut. It. Stop well, exactly. Yeah. A I quick was side cut, motion. Yes. I felt like my entire leg was going to stay. Like I was going to put my foot in the ground and my leg wasn't going to move and I was going to keep going and my I was going to rip my knee up. 
which now you look at that injury and you go, all right, all of that is happening and a 300-pound guy is falling on top of you and turning your body and ripping you down to the ground. Right. We shouldn't have been playing football on turf ever. And now they're making a push to do it. Well, here's here's the, the what the NFLPA is saying. The NFLPA issued a statement yesterday. Lloyd Howell, who is the executive director, said, quote, moving all stadium fields to high quality natural grass surfaces is the easiest decision the NFL could make. The players overwhelmingly prefer it. And the data is clear that grass is simply safer than artificial turf. It's an issue that has been the has been near the top of the players list during my team visits and one that I have raised with the NFL. For Roger Goodell, he said in an interview on Wednesday that it's a, quote, complex issue. It's very complex because there's teams in cities that had regular grass that have gone to turf this year. No, it's complex because the facilities want to be multi-purpose. They don't want to be just for football. You can't have natural grass and do a concert on, on Friday in a football game on Saturday and a football game on Sunday. It doesn't work. You can do it with field turf. What's worse, bad turf or bad grass? Both are horrible, but you it looks bad. It doesn't look bad on TV with bad with field turf. It looks bad. If you have bad grass, visually it's a problem. People will look at the look at remember Heinz Field? Oh, it's the worst. So it's, at the beginning of the season, it's green as could be. That in, in between the, the hash marks actually looks green. By Halloween, usually, for sure, yeah. before Thanksgiving, it's a mess. And that is a problem for teams. They don't like the way it looks on TV. Well, not to mention, though, like bad grass with loose turf. We've seen guys rip their knees up. Wes Welker did it on bad grass. I'll never forget that. In preseason in Houston, he stopped, and that grass went out from under him. <laughs> Knee went, done. I mean – so I don't know what the – I just think at some point you got to find the right whatever. You can't, I mean, I guess the facilities can't be football only. That's the problem. If they were football only, they would be fine, right? They're they, not. Well, the reason why they're not football only is because the way that these big tax packages get put together uh. – the way that they fund all these new stadiums, it's not just a game eight times a year. It's right. we're going to do college. We're going to do bowl games. Right. We're going we're gonna to do concerts. We're going to do, you know, the Red Bull series. I mean, Fenway Park, I think in 2022, Fenway Park got used for like 15 different types of activities. Like that's Fenway. In addition to baseball with, games? No, with baseball. Like baseball is one. And football had ice hockey, had Red Bull. Oh, my God. I guess so, huh? Had wow. also, I had all sorts of different concerts, all sorts of different events, you know, dog in the park type crap. Like they just – Fenway is a multi-purpose facility now, and the cost of it is outstanding. From a, But right. that's only half because the infield, they don't let you go on the infield. They're just right. on the grass. Oh. So – like that's part of the problem with the NFL is that if you look at Heinz field for or Accenture field, now Accenture. they've got a college game and an NFL game multiple times during the year, Saturday, Sunday, they just did it. Plus they've got other events going on with concerts and things that roll through high that school, they, high, school football, high school football games, stuff, high yeah. school graduations, like all sorts of all things they stuff, use yeah. it for. And right. so 
the teams want to maximize because they have promised a certain number of events. Like Allegiant Stadium got built here and they promised 75 events a year. I, said, hey, well, I was just going to say, what if you do what Allegiant does? I was down there last week to shoot the Bettis Show video mm-hmm. and they were growing the grass outside. They only use the grass for the Raider games. Sure. Ask Arizona UNLV games. How'd that go in the Super Bowl last year? Well, that's the problem. If it, it doesn't work, it's um, it's slippery. It's yeah. loose. It's the it, like. So that is a solution only if the grass is good. They you spent a half a million dollars. Hey, remember that they spent a half a million to grow the grass for oh, the Super Bowl right. in Phoenix, right. and it still was a problem. Right, <laughs> grass fields are a problem. There's inconsistencies that come with it. And so you can't bitch about it because, well, the alternative is fine. You're worried about it. We'll give you field turf. Right. And now the players are saying, well, no, we don't want field turf because uh. in new England or in Detroit, when you have these, you know, up in dome steams or in Buffalo, right. You're not growing grass in January. Well, I mean, somebody's <laughs> growing grass, but just not that kind of grass. <laughs> right. Right. Legal, it's legal in New York. Yeah, you can grow grass in New York. Hey, hey, yeah, it's legal to do that in New York. I, I wouldn't know, but I think it somebody is, yeah. in the chat might know. Yeah. Listen, I just got this text from our guy Butchie. Yeah. Um, the first form of roulette was devised in 18th century France. Many historians believe Blaise Pascal introduced a primitive form of roulette in the 17th century in his search for a perpetual motion machine. The roulette mechanism is a hybrid of a gaming wheel invented in 1720 in the Italian game Beribi. So it is French. There you Interesting. go. There you Blaise go. Pascal. Thank Could you back Zach Wilson if you're Zach Pascal? Trying to throw around to different numbers. Plus nine and a half on the road against the Cowboys. A part of me, I'm going to say this, is, is, is going to anti what I normally would say. A part of me is, is rooting for Zach Wilson. Oh, for sure. Everyone is absolutely, including me, burying this guy in a way that I've not seen. I mean, Mina Kimes yesterday was like literally laughing at Dan Orlovsky because he was trying to make a case for Zach Wilson playing the rest of the year. Like she literally couldn't contain herself. She's like, you think Zach Wilson is like she just was like laughing or like internally you'd see her like almost like busting going, come on, you don't really believe this. A part of me wants to. See if the kid can shut everybody up. He's their quarterback. He may not be in two weeks, Dave. Who are they going to get? We did this yesterday. It doesn't, they may run veteran after veteran after veteran onto the field. I mean, if Zach Wilson goes to the Dallas Cowboys and if he throws three picks and gets sacked six times and then lose the game 30 to three, Zach Wilson will not be the quarterback for the Jets for more than two or three weeks. They will go find somebody. They will make an investment. They will not let this year go down the tubes. There's multiple options, multiple, multiple options to bring in a quarterback who could play for the team. It's such a big adjustment number wise, but it has to be. We had Chris on yesterday. It was exactly what I said, what I thought, what probably every guy that does the numbers thought. It's three and a half. Go right to 10, see if they bet it. It's sitting at nine and a half. You know, you know right now, all you need to do is go to 10, you get the Jets money. They're coming. They're waiting. Even after having Yanitsi on Mm. on Monday and the Jets fans and how annoying they would be, 
if Zach Wilson plays well and they win in Dallas, I don't know how much longer you'll be rooting for Zach Wilson and the Jets. But I right now, I would agree with that. Yes, I'm with you. I want to see him play well and not be the reason they lose. He's going to be the reason they lose. What if they cannot run the ball? That I don't think they good. score. I don't think the. I don't think if it was Aaron Rodgers, the Jets would be scoring against this. The way the Cowboys are playing, where they played on Monday or Sunday night, they're going to be a really hard team to score on all it's year. It's the lowest total of the week, along with the Cleveland Pittsburgh game. It right now, it's thirty nine. Oh no. Washington, Denver's 38. You think all the games going under affected the books a little bit right. with the numbers this week? <laughs> Defenses are way above the offenses at the moment. Ain't going to be no more 10 fours or 11 fours or 11 five, whatever to end up being a yep. total of unders to overs. That won't happen again. We'll get these numbers down and get them closer to splitting how many games there are, eight, eight, or seven, nine. Mm-hmm. Um, this one feels like a dead under, though. Dead on them. I would agree. They're not going to score. Jets aren't going to score. And I'm not sure they, the Cowboys need to score more than 20 points to win the game. You have to stress over and over and over all week. Take care of the ball. I mean, we'll, if we have to play it, like Chris was talking about yesterday, the way the Steelers played when mm-hmm. Bradshaw went down and the, the defense just said, we can't let him score. We can't let him score touchdowns. We'll let him. Well, they'll make it a couple field goals a game or we'll shut them out. That's the way the Jets got to approach it. Just that they have to make sure they take care of the football. If they lose the turnover battle plus one or even plus two, plus two, they're dead. They can't have more two more turnovers than the Cowboys. They're done. So if he throws the picks, would you bet him to throw a pick? Zach Wilson? Yes. 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 It's got to be. Got, that got to be a play. We got to remember that on Friday. Chat, remind us on Friday about the. Wait, but that's got to be like minus 180. Whoa, whoa, whoa. That's excessive. I can't what? be minus 180. Um, props minus are, 180? Props are not. Yet it's Wednesday. Yeah, props are not. Yeah. Hell no. That's going to be, I mean, if Josh Allen was minus 135. Yeah. What's that? Minus 150 or 60? Can't be. Yeah. That's it's got to be. It's got to it's be like. is a lot. It is a lot, but we saw, you know. We saw the gift numbers go there to 160, 170, 180. When it was a guarantee what was going to happen, <laughs> the books put it up. FanDuel and DraftKings were just like, fuck off. Oh, here's 170. <laughs> like all of you. <laughs> that's what they were. So, I mean, that's that's what's going to happen. I mean, that's what's going to be for Zach Wilson. I mean, you have a ball hawking defense, one of the best ball hawking secondaries in football the last three years against a guy who leads the NFL basically in being a horrible quarterback in games he has played. He's a non-circuit related survivor contest. This is by far the number one choice, is it not? This may be the number one choice in the circuit contest. Got to save them for Thanksgiving. I'm telling you, you got to leave the Cowboys. They they get the biggest spread on Thanksgiving. They're a nine and a half point favorite on Thanksgiving. That's the bunny. That's that makes it tough this week. I don't think you use them this week if you're in the circus survivor. But no, I mean, again, I use the Bills. I don't use the Raiders. Yeah, the Bills looks like. I mean, not the Cowboys. It's overwhelming consensus choice. Yeah, I, I I take the Bills tonight. I think the Bills beat the Raiders in at home in in week one. After Does Dak throw a pick? Well, yeah, I mean, Dak and and Josh Allen are both 
you know, one, two in terms of intercepting interception prone against the, I mean, I don't think it'll be Zach. I don't think we would be the whitehead kid who had three picks of Josh Allen. He probably won't get one again this year, but <laughs> I think Dak to throw a pick against that defense is very likely. I would agree with that. That's probably like my minus one twenty five, one thirty. That's probably. actually probably a fair number too. Yeah, yeah. That's probably right where where Josh Allen was against the same defense. So I'm I'm okay with that. Yeah, and I would bet that. I think it's a good bet that that there. I mean, the defense has to play the same way they played against the Bills. Lights out. Give your offense, special teams, give your team a chance right. to win the game, and that's right. exactly, exactly what the defense did. Yeah, punt return touchdown. Uh, Bengals are at home against the Ravens who are dealing with a laundry list of injuries. Now, not mm. just JK Dobbins, who is done for the year with also, well, also with an Achilles also hurt on turf, by the way, uh, that you've got Mark Andrews, who is questionable. You've got two defensive starters for the Ravens who are either out or questionable for the game, but the Bengals lost their offense. Looked, looked, looked lost in game one against Cleveland. Mm. What do you make of a three and a half point home number? dog here Uh, this is a teaser special game is it not take the ravens plus nine and a half i don't know you think the ravens get beat by double digits on the road could be one of those games this might be that game where they go and they could lose by 10 i i the Bengals bounce back after what happened to them, very possible. Yes, I would agree. With very them possible. at home, this if they go zero and two, ones. they're in deep trouble in that division. Yeah, it's not the end of the world with seventeen games. It's not that that sentence that it used to be mm. because it got an extra game to make it up. It's you not a good all, start. You'd be zero and two in the division, Dave. Zero and two in the division. That's zero and two to start the year. Zero and two in the division. That is really a bad start for the Bengals. It, it could happen. I like the Bengals this week, though. Yeah, I do. I, so, I look, I like bounce back spots for a variety of teams this week. Yeah, I like the Steelers. I like the, like the Giants. I like the Bengals. Giants are favorites. Okay, but oh, bounce back, bounce, bounce back spot. Yeah, I think yeah, they'll, yeah, I think yeah, they'll yeah, look yeah. much better. Yeah. I think I, I like all those teams that looked awful in Week One. I think they'll put they'll, they'll put it right. I'm not positive about the Patriots going one and one. They could open up zero and two. It's very possible. Big group in here right now in the chat. Put it in there. It's Wednesday, so you know your first thought. That's what yeah. I like to do. We get a feel for it before we, you know we get contest picks and all that other stuff. Bengals minus three and a half. Ravens plus three and a half. Who you got? Go. Uh, I think we'll get actually more Ravens. I think uh, we'll get more Ravens. Yes. By the way, quick update from yesterday's story about the NBA. Adrian Wojnarowski reporting the NBA Board of Governors has voted to approve new rules that strengthen resting player policy and punishments for star players that include national TV games, in-season tournament games, and sitting out multiple all-star all-stars together in the regular season. Under the new rules, teams will be fined $100,000 for the first violation, $250,000 for the second violation, and a million or more for the third and additional violations team must refrain from any long-term shutdown or near shutdown. When a star player stops participating in games or plays in material, materially reduced role in a materially reduced role in circumstances affecting the integrity of the game. ESPN reporting Adrian Wojnarowski. So it's not a million dollars at the, at the first time, right? Third and beyond. It's a million dollars. What's the highest number of times a team gets fined? Twice. 
You don't think they get to the third? No. I think half the league gets to third. Half the league? Mm-hmm. Where's that money going? Great question. I'd love to know. That's a, that's a lot of money. That's a lot Millions of money. A million. If if everyone gets to three, that's thirty. That's thirty million dollars. Mm-hmm. A pop. Yeah. No, I don't think that. I don't think that gets there. I don't, I, I disagree with that. Well, I mean, you can only that only applies to all stars. It's a, it's a, it's only right. national all TV NBA. games. There's a lot of stipulations there. True. Um, just for the record, we got. It went Baltimore, Bengals, 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 then Ravens, 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 Bengals, Bengals, Ravens, 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 Cincy, Cincy, Bengals. Wow. So very, that that's a perfect number. number. Yeah. Just now we got all these the hook, people. The hook matters. I think a lot of people will take the Ravens plus three and a half. But you think the game could fall three? Yeah. It's a divisional game. It's very possible. I guess so. Injuries for that Ravens defense is definitely a concern, though. Huh. It's a big concern. You got a lot of guys hurt. Already. Like, yeah. they're dealing with injuries already. This is crazy how fast and how why is it like it keeps happening to them mm. with the man injury games, lost injury, all whatever that stat is. It's nuts. Right. The Lions are home favorites against Seattle. They're laying five and a half. Yep. Two questions here. The first, do you believe that Baker Mayfield actually did find those those number the, those signals, and that was able? Why Baker Mayfield was? Able, I guess it's the Vikings game. So I'm confusing game. Sorry, that's the Vikings game. We'll get to that tomorrow. Five five and a half point lines. What do you do with a five or a five and a half? Oh, these are these are great. You sit in the book right now. Every four books just moved it to five and a half right now. Okay. Um. Chris is the only one at five at the South Point. Mm-hmm. Um, this is a no play number for me. Is it? I just wait. <coughs> Thank you. I, I um, let it go. If it get, if I get to six, I tease it down. If it goes to if it stays at five, I stay away. What you you don't like five? Mm-mm. Nope. Not for fear of it falling five. No. Just it's a difficult number to I, I gotta get six or seven to cover it. Right. Three, four, more likely you get to that, or five or six, seven. Five is a weird number to cover. Five is so much fun to put up because people do exactly what you do. Yeah, you pause. It's a stop sign. Just immediately pause. It's, oh. it's, it's it's a go away. I'm gonna put this up, make you go away. Oh, no. no, I just wait. I just say, okay, let's see where yeah. it gets bet to. If it gets bet up. Great. Let me tease it down. I'll take the Lions. If it gets bet down, I want to see how far down. Does it get me to four? Get me to four. I might be interested. Oh, I don't. This is not going to four. Okay. So it may go up to six, which is great. Go up to six, pull it down, take the Lions at a pick. Five is actually a number now. Deuce is the butchie. I appreciate him down there watching the show. Five is a number because of the two point conversions. But the, there was always they're always with two point conversion. And, they they just do it more often now. Well, that well that's in the NFL they didn't always do two point. Yeah, I mean look, twenty five twenty was the final score of the Patriots game against the Philadelphia Eagles. So we have already seen a five this year. Exactly. It's actually it used to be a quote unquote dead number right. for you kids that don't know five was a dead number in the book, and it really was one where it didn't draw. Um, 
it would keep people off of it. Just like you said, it would just, it would be like, wait, 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 and wait it out until closer to the kick. Now it's a real number. I don't know. I wasn't, I mean, both of the tackles for Seattle got hurt. They, mm. they didn't, do you think they can go to Detroit and win? No, but can Detroit cover is my worry. Seattle had a lot of hype coming into the year. Woo! Losing and starting 0-2 for Seattle puts them in that division with the Niners in that division and makes it very difficult for them. I mean, they were five-point favorites against the Rams. They lost. Yeah. And now they're five-point dogs. It wouldn't be shocking for them to start 0-2 in that spot. I, I don't know. I like the Rams in, in 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 that game. I like Detroit in this game. Yeah, I'm with you. I, th- I think it's right to decide. Shanahan is seven and zero ATS in his last seven against Sean McVay. Can't be this easy, can it? Niners are minus eight. It is money line this easy. This is a win. This is a money line parlay. Find a second leg. To, this is a money line parlay. Niners are not losing this game. Um, they may not cover the eight, but they're not losing this game. You like that enough to make that the survivor? Or you don't want to burn San Francisco this early? I like it. I could easily bet it. Yes. I mean, it's not crazy. I just, I think I might prefer to hold on to it for the home game. Right. And just say, okay, so I'm going to go ahead and jump on it. You know, when they, when, uh, let me, uh, yeah, I, I would take it. I would take it when the Niners play at home against the Rams as a survivor pick. If I, okay. I would hold Jeez, I don't know if I, I don't know if I want to use a road favorite laying eight points on right. the road in a survivor pick. That's a little scary. Although I do really, I'm very confident that the Niners win the game. But I don't know. I think there's better. Again, I like the Bills over the Raiders better. Right uh, at um, home. Not concerned uh, at the game. I think deciding between the two. I think you use Buffalo if you if you. Yeah really weighing it yeah. out only because I'm Home. still not sure Buffalo's elite elite. I know San Francisco's elite elite right now, at least week one. That's where we're at with it again. You know, that could change, but right now, if you got Buffalo as a big favorite at home in a perfect spot where they, you know, they gave that game away, I think they beat the Raiders easy. So this one here, the career record is what? Seven and oh, not career. ATS? Last seven. Last seven. I think he's one in. He's nine in one against McVeigh on his career. But last seven games, seven wins, seven covers. This is the yeah. division. This is why this division is so weird. McVeigh yeah. cannot beat Shanahan, but McVeigh cannot lose against Carroll and whoever the hell the Cardinals coach is at the time. I I can't even tell you the Cardinals coach name right now. Don't need to. It's a guy from the Eagles. I forget his name. I honestly don't know his name. Someone in the chat put his name in there. You'll, you'll forget it quickly it too. So it's not a big deal. <laughs> He's not going to be around. For, He's a Cardinals coach. He won't be really, he won't be around for very long. I don't know. What if they get Caleb? What if they get Caleb? Caleb stays in school. If they get Caleb, that's what happens. Oh, damn. Can you imagine going two and 15 and then not getting Caleb? Oh, Says, uh, it's fine. Get Drake May. Drake May is fine. Speaking of Drake May, we'll go to college. 
North Carolina laying seven and a half against Minnesota, but this NCAA story, we've not talked about it all that much because yep. it's a little bit in the weeds, but let me just quickly, I'll run it by you guys in case you don't know about this because this it impacts my Heisman trophy bet a lot on Drake may because mm. Tez Walker was supposed to be cleared and he has not been cleared. And he sounds like he won't be cleared by the NCAA. So Tez Walker was a kid that enrolled at a small school in North Carolina. He, she's from Carolina. He transferred to Kent state, put up big numbers playing in the Mac and then transferred to North Carolina where he said, I want to come back home to be closer to my family. I'm missing my, my grandmother's getting up there in age. I want to be close to her. The North Carolina folks thought that there was going to be a waiver that has been given a lot to kids who transfer twice. The COVID year killed his first run. Then he transferred to Kent State, played two years there, and came back. And he thought he was going to be eligible to play right away with Drake May in North Carolina. Mac Brown thought this was going to happen because it's in the best interest of the kid and North Carolina, for that matter, okay. to have him be eligible. The NCAA initially said, no, he's not going to be able to do it. That pissed off Mac Brown to the point where he went publicly out and said the NCAA is corrupt and wrong. This is why teams, this is why the NCAA is going to die essentially that you guys are doing these arbitrary decisions that are hurting young people who are trying to better their lives. And you can say whether he can or cannot play. And thus we're just going to break away and not be a part of you guys anymore. You know, you realignment and everything else. They had a second hearing in which it came back and they again said, Tez Walker is not going to be eligible we're not going to give him the waiver. And now there are death threats coming down to the NCAA from North Carolina fans who are really, really mad about this. They got the names and the addresses of the people who are on the committee. Wow. And Carolina folks are very angry at this. And Mac Brown's throwing more and more gasoline on this because they think it's a complete atrocity. And he's got a point. I mean, Mac Brown has a really good point. The NCAA is trying, they've given waivers before. Mac Brown is saying, look, COVID screwed everything up. Okay. It, yeah. it messed up the world. Okay. You guys can't be just, you can't hold strong to your rules because this kid transferred three times because you no, know, you can do it once and we're cool with the one time thing, but the two time thing, you can't do it, but you've given right. some kids that two time transfer waiver, but you're not giving this kid a two time transfer waiver. And the reasoning doesn't really fly. And now Carolina fans are very angry because, I mean, frankly, they could win the ACC. I mean, this kid could be the difference in them right. you know, be, beating a Florida State and, and, and winning the ACC. Playing Minnesota, the total's 50. Yep. They can't score. Minnesota can't 50. score. I, it's right. That seems high. Well, that's because they're going to run it up probably. I like Carolina to cover. Drake May didn't throw a touchdown pass last last week. Yeah, that's done. Uh, I didn't look to see if your if your odds. Let's see. Oh, from the Heisman, it's forty five to one. Oh, really? He's, without Tez Walker, I mean, this was everyone, including me. This is I, I talked to a bunch of different people in the wow. betting space. Tez Walker was supposed to be eligible for this Carolina offense, and he is a difference maker for this Carolina offense. Damn, son! And 45 now forty five to one. You're right. So he's Caleb he's is three eighty. Ewers is seven fifty. Jordan Travis is nine to one. Penix is ten. McCarthy sixteen, and Bo Nix twenty two, along with Sam Hartman twenty two. Wow, 
Yeah, Carolina, the NCAA statement saying citing extenuating circumstances such as mental health does not necessarily support a waiver request, but instead may in some situations suggest that student athletes should be primarily focused on addressing those critical issues during initial transition time to a third school. That has enraged North oh. Carolina people. Oh, that. Oh, wait, you care about them now. So what you're saying is right. that a kid transferring back at home who wanted to go to NC Central couldn't go there because they canceled his season because of COVID. He went to Kent State, played really well at Kent State, wants to come back home now and play here. But that second transfer is being denied. And Mac Brown and company are going, wait a minute. Who is this in the best interest of? He wants to come back home. That first transfer never should have been there. Right. So they may sue. North Carolina very well might go to the courts Jeez. to have this, to, to go and have this be with an arbitrator. Go ahead and, and see who, who knew this. But um, Mac Brown's comment that got everybody really upset about this after the first time, he said, I don't know if I've ever been more disappointed in a person, a group of people, or an institution that I am with than the NCAA right now. It is clear that the NCAA is about process and couldn't care less about the young people it's supposed to be supporting. Plain and simple, the NCAA has failed Tez and his family, and I've lost all faith in its ability to lead and govern our sport. Wow. That last line, I've lost all faith in its ability to lead and govern our sport, yep. sent, sent shockwaves through the NCAA. Mac Brown's a national championship winning coach. One of the most all-time winningest coaches in the history of the sport. Well, he said what he said, and I don't think he's lying. It's I mean, nasty, this is, though. This is it's getting it's getting. Ugly. This is why we're going to see the NCAA die. We're yeah. going to see these schools say, "We're not listening to you anymore. We don't need you. We're going right. to go and do what we want." And the NCAA yeah. is going to. I mean, they're all in Indianapolis, just trying to hold on as tightly as they possibly can. Right. Not good. Not, not good, good at all. Speaking uh, of not good. Yeah. Well, <laughs> this. Oh, that. Well, why is this, it not good? Why is it not good? We're just naming a starter now. Well, I mean, they had to, those two guys that could have played. All right. This is, this to me is just to stop the question <laughs> because everyone's been okay. asking Ryan day, who's your quarterback? Who's of your quarterback? Course. And he's like, okay, I'm naving McCord. He's our quarterback. That. Frozen. Frozen. First one. Snap. Snap. Double snap. You're really frozen. Might be mm. gone. No, That's I'm not it. gone. I'm here. Oh, he's back. Woo! I just I just wait for the little there's a symbol in the top left hand corner that pops up when I'm frozen. I know I'm back. Oh, okay, good. So I just All wait right. for it to go. I just stop talking and then I see it. And I'll go, okay, now I'm back. Mikey, uh, Kyle McCord was named with that face. Yeah, because oh. Devin Brown is well, I mean, come on now. I mean, McCord played better, but the offense under either quarterback has not been great. They're two and oh, but not great. Working it out. You laid a points this week with them with them. Uh? Western Kentucky doesn't score much in this game. No, probably not. But Ohio's, I mean, Ohio state in their first two games, they haven't scored. They haven't scored as much as the point spread. Right. In both games. Yeah. That's scary until lay 30 points with. <laughs> what is the total in this game? 45? 50? What time does the game start? It's the only way you can find it. 
Ohio State. Oh, is... what is the total? Chat will tell me sooner than me finding it. It is uh, 64 and a half. Wow. That expects them to score. Mm hmm. Huh. Wow. I don't know. Like it's just, I, I have no idea, no opinion. I just want Ohio State to keep winning until so Penn State can beat them. <laughs> well, do they play? They play Notre Dame next week. Ohio State's schedule gets much more difficult after this. This is the schedule for the Buckeyes. They play at Notre Dame next week. Yep. Then they play Maryland at home. This might be a dead spot for them. At Purdue, home for Penn State. Yeah. This might be one of those. This might be one of those dead spots. Western well, Kentucky if can't score. I, this is. I don't know. If it's a dead spot, if it's a dead spot, that's bad news. Well, Buckeye fans are going to be pretty concerned going up against the Irish on the road if they're not looking like they're a well-tuned, well-run offense. Crunchy Beaver said it's an over game. Hilltoppers run a crazy fast offense. They do. He's right. But they don't score a lot against power teams because they don't have the skill or the size. Right. Huh. Well, they always have that weird mascot, the Western Kentucky mascot. Is that where Zappy went? Yep. Mm-hmm. Oh, they were when Zappy was there, they lit it up. They lit Correct. the scoreboard yeah. up. Not against anybody of quality, though. Oh, I don't know about that. I mean, you've got a let's see. Uh Western Kentucky so far this season is two and oh. They have scored 41. They beat South Florida, 41-24. They beat Houston Christian, 52-22. Houston Christian? Mm-hmm. Didn't know they had a football team. <laughs> this is a Conference USA opponent. Oh. Okay. So, well. speaking of South Florida, Alabama's last group of five road game was in 2003. Do you know where I was in 2003? You were still at UMass? I was covering this team in 2003. (laughs) I was on on the Alabama beat. The last time Alabama played a group of five game on the road. Yes way. Yes way. (laughs) I was covering Alabama. The, oh, where is it? Are they covering this game? Uh, 31 and a half. I want to pull up where it was because I think I was at I was at the game. Hold on. Uh, at South it? Florida? No. The last oh. time Alabama played a group of five game, it was that. There we go. At Hawaii, November, November 29th, 2003. Do you remember that game? No. Here's why. Here's what, what why day this, was it? November, end of November, 2003. After the Iron Bowl, the week following the Iron Bowl. That's the this week is I moved a, to Vegas. I did this is a very significant football game in the history of Alabama sports. Uh huh. The reason why I was not there was because we couldn't get the RV from California to Hawaii. Oh. But do you know who could? Alabama fans. Why did they go to Hawaii? Here is why they went to Hawaii. They went to Hawaii because in 2002, the Albert Means story broke, broken by one Mr. Gary Parrish at the Memphis Commercial Appeal. Albert Means was paid $200,000 to go to Alabama 
over Tennessee. He was a Memphis defensive lineman, top 10 kid. He played one year at Alabama, never did anything, busted out goodbye. But that story caused Alabama to go in front of the committee of infractions in which on a conference call, I referenced it before the head of the committee said Alabama was quote, staring down the barrel of the death penalty. Oh, Alabama. Okay. Alabama was given a two-year bull ban. Alabama then turned around and said, okay, Fugazi, we'll schedule Hawaii. So they couldn't go to a bowl game. Their oh. bowl game was in Hawaii. Was they just, the last game of the year. They just Hawaii. added a game to their season. They bought out of a bye game and said, oh, hey, Hawaii, we'll come to you. And Alabama fans got their bowl trip by going to Hawaii in 2003. Wow. Guys and girls in the chat, put where you were. In November of 03. November, November of 03. Of 03. Yeah. The last week of November of 03, we had moving trucks. We had a U-Haul, and we were moving from Phoenix, Arizona, Scottsdale, Arizona, Jess, I, and Kylie, our oldest daughter. That last weekend, we moved to Vegas. I was, I was, uh, I was overwhelmed with a lot of stuff. I did not see this game 100%, but that was our first weekend in Vegas. Yikes. That was 20 years ago. <laughs> yes, it was 20 years ago when I was covering Alabama, who, by the way, I sent you that text from Bama TJ. Bama TJ actually just said, you're the last person I'm going to give credit to for calling the Alabama victory. He's right. <laughs> Everything he, he said fight. in that, everything he said in that group, <laughs> in that text was right. Awesome, I loved it. I was that like, "Where was are you?" Great. I was like, "I said silence, silence, silence." Where are you? I go. I gave you until Wednesday. Where were you? You're not texting nothing. You say you're the last person that you need to say that you were right. <laughs> Stevie Mac said I was doing a six month bid in county jail in 2003. Turned oh. 23 there. Oh wow! Wasn't Holy. expecting that. <laughs> Wasn't expecting that at all. JC from KC was in fifth grade. Damn. Dave Stanley Picks was a junior in high school. Jade Albets was 12. We got a young crowd. Linus Cribbage was in third grade. Oh my God. Coos. Coos added an O to his name in the, in the chat. He's got five O's now. He was four years old. Damn. <laughs> Please tell me that there's nobody here that wasn't born yet. Please. In 2003? Please well, watch illegal. Show. Yeah, you can't do that. Yeah. No, they can watch a show. They can, but they can't be gambling. So it would be, you know. P-Roll, stop. It can't be. Big business was in fifth grade eating his boogers, probably. Gross. <laughs> okay. Craig Macuso, Macaluso, I mean, was six years old. Oh my gosh. We got a young, we got we got a pretty young crowd in here. So Alabama's laying tw- 31 and a half. Bama TJF asked me this question to ask you over under on the number of quarterbacks Alabama plays in this game. <laughs> He's at the line at three and a half. There's four three on the three and a half. I was going to say there's two playing. There's four on the roster. So how many play all of them? All four. Because well, the freshman, one of our inside guys. I mean, because the freshman can play me. the fresh, the true freshman who they love, who's the best quarterback of the bunch. He can play because they can go four games and keep the red shirt on him. So they could actually see what they've got Get with the kid, just he to see what he's reps, don't he? He he. he. I don't know. I would. I was. Gonna, you told me that if it wasn't Saban, he would probably be the starter. This kid, right? I think so. Yes. So I would think 
um, the guy that the kid that started this kid. You think there's another one? I was going to say that at least two guys play. I don't know. We got to keep an eye on that. That's a that's a great question, TJ. Uh, Alabama's quarterback situation is this: they have a kid named Cade Carruth, who's a sophomore, okay, from Trustville, Alabama. Eli Holston, who's a six foot four, I believe he's the red shirt freshman. I believe I may have it backwards, but Dylan Longer uh, Lonergan. He's the true freshman from Georgia. Lonergan. And then Jalen Milrow, who is the sophomore from Katy, Texas. You're 100% getting Carruth and getting Milrow playing in this game. The question is, of the freshmen, how many play? There's two of them. Yeah. Wow. I think it's at least two. It might be three. Yeah, so Tyler Buckner is, is the transfer. Damn it. Ty Simpson. Is okay. Yeah, yeah. Sorry, so, so I, I'm missing. I'm reading that kid must be just a, a walk on. Ty Simpson is the redshirt freshman, and then the true freshman is Dylan uh, Lonergan. That's the true freshman. So he's the guy they want a redshirt. They don't want to burn his redshirt year. The Notre Dame transfer is the sophomore, and the redshirt freshman is Ty Simpson. All three. I think Buckner, Ty Simpson, and Milrow all play. Wow. I think three okay. is the number because of what they've got coming down the pike. Right. Well, I think after this week, if you're going to get someone else to be the quote unquote starter, it has to happen from something that happens in this game. No, like this is the week to experiment, put guys in and get them reps. Agreed. Yeah. I mean, this is the week to do it. This is the game to do it. Right. Because you have Ole Miss coming to town next week. Correct. We got to kind of have an idea who our quarterback is. when Ole Miss comes in here. Yeah. Man, because oh man, he, panic and panic in Tuscaloosa. This is this has got to be. Oh, it ain't good. <laughs> it, it ain't good. Akbar, my guy, Akbar was in third grade in Takistan. Damn. In 2003. That's the youngest. You know, if Lane Kiffin has a chance to oh. drive a stake into Alabama's oh. heart, he will do it. Lane will come in. He will be so fired up. If Alabama wins the game by like 21 points, it doesn't look good against South Florida and just out athletes them doesn't cover lanes coming in and lanes. I mean, that was the thing with Texas and you talked about it early about the size of their defensive line, but it wasn't just that they weren't afraid. You said it in the second half, you go, Texas is not afraid. There was no fear at all. And if, and you know, Ole Miss is not going to be afraid, not with Lane, at least not in the first half. Ole Miss is coming in going, boys, we got a shot here. I mean, this Jackson Dart kid is no joke. He is a legitimate quarterback. He is way better than anything that Bama's got on their roster at the moment from a quarterback perspective. <laughs> okay. Bama starts two and two and oh, and two at home. <laughs> or, or just two and one at home because they beat MTSU, oh but oh and two in their big games. Then they go oh. to Mississippi State and they go to AM. They come oh. back with Arkansas and Tennessee and LSU, those three games, which I thought they would lose two of the three games there with Arkansas, Tennessee, LSU. They lose to Ole Miss. The wheels are off. I mean, I was watching Feinbaum just for the fun of it because it's so fun on Monday when Alabama loses watching Paul Feinbaum's is so fun because I remember I got, got the exact same type of phone calls. He's 72 years old. Paul, it's time for Nick to go. 
God, he, he, he's been great. Time for him to go. It's it just it's 72 years old. Just said it, it's time. It's not a bad, it's not a bad Alabama accent. <laughs> That's not Paul. Bad. Paul, it's awesome. I love it. It's so good. <laughs> What's not good is when Feinbaum starts talking about how a line is made. That just drove me crazy yesterday. It's like, don't do this, please. Don't do this, please. And he was like, let me tell you how a line gets made. Oh boy. Okay. Let's go. A lot of people have asked me that question so many times. I'm like, what do you mean? You just make it. And they're like, well, what do you mean? How do you do it? What do you do? Uh, I ask you what the, what, what's the game? Give me a game. Uh, Cleveland and Pittsburgh. Uh, this week, I don't know, Cleveland pick or Cleveland minus one and a half. What do you want to do? Well, how'd you do that? I don't know. It, it's funny because they want me to tell them like how to do it. Like Chris said yesterday, there's a hundred ways to do it. You know how to learn how to do it? Do it. But until you do, it's hard to be one talking about. Fine Bob's answer, in case you missed it, was they pull the power ratings and then they try to find a number that they could get equal money bet on both sides. Did he Google it before he did that? He said he probably Googled it and read that. No, he, he said, let me tell you how a line gets made. Yeah. Because someone was Googled it and someone read was, it. Someone was questioning him about why is this line so high for a game? It shouldn't be this high. And he was like, well, you know how the line makers operate. You know, they, they pull the power ratings and then they try to figure out a number of equal action on both sides. It's like, oh, no. Okay. ESPN bet's going to be a great decision. This is going to be wonderful. <laughs> let's get let's get the Paul Feinbaum, you know, daily parlay. It's going to be great. Can't wait to see what that's going to look like. Yikes. Uh, this is being called the GPA Bowl. GPA Duke, Bowl. I like Duke, that. Duke against Northwest. Smart kids. <laughs> Smart kid bowl game. Smart kids bowl game. You want to lay 18 and a half points with Duke? Do Northwestern. You? Northwestern sucks. Oh, they are God. so bad. Yes. 18 I, with Duke. I think Duke kills them. Is this Duke's biggest spread in like 20 years? It's gotta be. Was less than the Devils were. <laughs> 18. This ain't basketball, son. Right. This is a basketball number. I watched the Northwestern offense against Illinois. No, sorry, against Rutgers, rather. They're (laughs) awful. I mean, they're absolutely awful. (laughs) Northwestern can't do anything. Oh, my gosh. I just looked down at the chat. Sebastian Anthony asks a great question right now. What? Is Nick Wright and Matt Peralt separated at birth? Nick Wright and I are friends, so I, I work with Nick. So I, I know Nick well. So yes, <laughs> Nick Wright. Nick is a good. Nick is a good dude. I like Nick a lot. So if you he's if you off know, his rocker lately, though, he got a little. I don't know. Sometimes I see some of his stuff, his antics. I'm just like, did you see he? the tattoo he did? No. Oh, the, the, the tattoo was the worst. He guaranteed twenty and zero for the Chiefs and run the table. And they lost game one, so he got a tattoo. <laughs> he had to get a tattoo. Really? Uh huh. Or I guess he was so confident he got it tattooed. Never a doubt. He he, he never a doubt on his arm. He got it tattooed. I I don't yeah. understand. The hair is I I, did, I can't figure out the hair thing. Like Nick, Nick has lost me with the whole hair. Yeah, I, I don't Same. know what's up. I don't, I don't know, know what he's where, doing. Where, where, where he's either. going? He's gone off his little. You know, I don't know what Fox is letting him do, but Northwestern put up thirty eight points last week. Dave's daily pick said against UTEP. I'm not worried about it. UTEP? Yes. Is something wrong with UTEP? Yeah, they suck. You think Duke's, <laughs> you think Duke's defense? 
Yes. Limits them. I mean, they, the total watched, in the game is 48 and a half. They've given up 14 points in two weeks. 38 10 is the way this final comes out, right? Like that's uh, to, to get the 48, 38 10. 28 7 over Clemson, 42 7 over Louisiana Lafayette. Duke's right. first two games. Northwestern is not scoring. So I would, I would say uh, the total worries me a little bit, but I think Duke scores. It's 48 and a half. 42 10. I'm not in a hurry to lay 18 and a half with Duke. Okay. It just doesn't feel right. And maybe, uh, maybe we'll change our minds by Friday, but as of right now, what you you're comfortable, you just want to lay it. What number are you not comfortable laying? That's what you, you need to know. You 20? said thirty. You said thirty-eight ten, right? Well, I mean, to get to forty-eight, that covers easy. That's easy. That's no, an easy yeah, cover for not, Duke. Yeah. So thirty-eight ten. I'll I'll sign up for thirty-eight ten right now. Yes, Duke wins and covers. Yes, but twenty-eight twenty does not. It does not. But I don't think Northwestern scoring twenty points. Be surprised. That's a lot of that's a lot of points to me. That is a lot of points. Hey, I'm not comfortable laying that with Duke. If it comes down, I like it even more, but we'll see if it comes down or not. But I like mm-hmm. I, I like Duke to, to win and come. Right now, I think it's only coming down. Mm. Uh Iowa State and Ohio. This number is at three and a half at FanDuel, but three is pretty much the consensus across most books. If you like yeah. the dog there, you can go to FanDuel and get the three and a half. But the total is what has my attention. 43 and a half here. Down to 42 now. Dang. 42, okay. 42 and a half, we'll call it. All right. Yeah. I like the I like the under in this game. Ohio has scored yeah. uh 27 and 17 points. They won seven, they're two and uh, they're two and one. They lost to San Diego State, scoring 13. 27 and 17 in their first three games. Iowa State cannot score. They scored 30 against Northern Iowa, which means nothing. They scored 13 against Iowa. Iowa State's defense is really good. I don't think Ohio is going to score many, much more than 17 points in this game. It's just a question under. of how many, how many points does Ohio State score? Ugly game yeah. under. Yeah. I don't know. I, I watch more of Iowa State Saturday with you than I've watched in the last five years. <laughs> Be perfectly honest. Right. Again, not besmirching anybody in age right. or anything like that, but right. It's it's it was just it was a tough watch. It was a little slow. Yeah. They played pretty decent defense. Okay. Um favorite on the road? Yeah, that's right. Okay. If they had Deckers, this would be seven or eight. I'm thinking like a book guy. We got a home dog. Getting the birdie calls now. What? Buckner is taking first team reps at Alabama today. Oh. There's a little birdie for you. Oh. I got my I got my guys in Tuscaloosa who are sending sending me sending me little messages. So there you go. So Nick saw what I saw. (laughs) Milrose sucks. Get him off the field. Can't make those throws, man. He can't throw. Nick's like, I ain't going down like this. I ain't going out like that. Uh-uh. You remember the quarterback. You remember remember the Titans when Sunshine was like, I can't make that pitch, coach. I can't make that pitch. Milrose can't make those throws, man. I can't make that that that, that slant. <laughs> that out. Down. That fade in the corner. Yeah. Gotta make those throws. He could he 
clearly could not make those throws. Nope. So, so now you're getting the, the Irish transfer coming in to take it over, which is probably a much better pick for that. I like the under in that game. LSU's laying nine and a half on the road at Mississippi State. It's one of the bigger games on the slate because I can't Healthy. believe this number. Healthy. Heavy is the number I would use. <sighs> I don't know. I don't want to upset the LSU fans and my buddy Butchie and he loves it. Everything is E-A-U-X this time of year nice. when they send you texts. Go Tigers and all that other crap. If, if Jalen Daniels wants to be even close to a Heisman conversation, he has to go light up the Bulldog defense. I or guess they're going to do it. Or he'll be forgotten. Mississippi State is bad, bad, right? No, they're 2-0. and Yeah, but who did they beat? Arizona and uh, Southeast Louisiana. I mean, Arizona, they won 31-24 in overtime. Arizona stinks too, but they're 2-0. and And they're at home in those damn cowbells. Ask the chat. See if anybody takes Mississippi State. LSU minus nine and a half. Mississippi State uh, our, plus our, our nine. Our boy Covey might. The people with deep knowledge of the SEC might. I don't think. The people that think. know SEC football might be like, Meh. That's a heavy. That's a that's a big number there. Nine and a half. I think we get all lay it, lay it, lay it, lay it, lay it. Fifty four and a half the total. Over, probably. I think they trade. My initial thought here is like they trade scores. Okay. Right. Thirty one twenty four. Thirty one twenty. Right. Falls right around a number. Either way. Watch. We're gonna get go. Tigers. G-A-U-X. Tigers. I don't know why they do that. French. Cajuns. More French. More French. It's a French yeah. theme of the show. 54 oh. and a half. Crunchy Beaver said he already took the Mississippi State plus 10 when See? the line came out. Don't, I don't blame him. I don't blame him at all. Quarteroff said one star said pass. Pass is not an option when I ask in a but chat. But he can. I mean, right? But I mean, I get a lot of people are going to pass in the game. It's a good game. It's a good in. I think it might be a very good in-game betting opportunity. I have a feeling this might appear on the doctors, on the doctors. Uh, dog Mississippi State point. money line. Yeah. Or plus the points. Uh, we'll see. Loves those ACC and SEC home dogs in certain situations. Wow, Sonic has already gotten us a, a doctor's round robin question for the super chat today. Really? Just emailed it. Yeah, because it's it's too long for the super chat. It has a limit for characters. Oh so wow! He's okay, got a long question for. Stick around, folks. If you guys have questions that you want us to answer, you can do it in a super chat little button on the bottom side of the chat. Click on it. Ask us a super chat in bonus time when we're off Sports Grid and Sirius XM. We'll answer the questions for you guys here on YouTube. Uh, and then one more college game. Yep. Penn State at Illinois. What am I missing? Line is creeping up even more. Okay. I need to bet this today then. I, what is this? This number makes no sense. No, this again. What should it be? I mean, 21. Gotta, what? 21. Penn State just goes to the house, keeps scoring. Illinois stinks. They're Who's so bad. Who's Penn State got next week? Penn State will play next week. Um, we got a home game against Iowa. Iowa right? yeah. yeah. Whiteout. 
that's a distraction. They're going to be so jacked up. They overlook Illinois. Come on. No, no one in Penn state's like, Ooh, here comes Iowa. (laughs) Like, come on. That's not what, that's not what Penn state's going to be up about. They're on the road against the Illini. The Illini are awful. They beat Toledo 30, 28. Oh, so yeah, they they barely Illinois, won game one. Illinois got smoked by Kansas. Smoked. Their defense is horrible. They couldn't, yeah, they couldn't. Um, they gave up 28 points to Toledo, 34 points to Kansas. Penn State's going to put up 60 on them. Whoa, 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 whoa. They're going to kill on them. On the road? I, yes, on the road. This totally is a Heisman. This is Drew Aller, by the way, is in, into the top 10 of the Heisman odds. 25 to 1, right? So. Now. This is this is his announcement of I'm a Heisman Trophy candidate game. Illinois team total under. What is it? 17? <laughs> no, the total is 48. So it's probably 13 and a half without looking. Sounds right. Know. That sounds right. Um, I'm going to keep Colorado versus Colorado state for tomorrow. For those of you who are asking, okay. um, we'll get into that game team total for Penn state is 31 and a half, 16 and a half. I was closer than you. I thought two touchdowns is the number. So we'll make it 13 and a half and let them bet over. Cause I like under, I like under your number. 16 and a half is the actual number. So yeah, I like minus one like- to the under. Minus one ten, minus one oh four. Oh, what's our one eleven? FanDuel's funky numbers. Oh, I get this fifteen and lay fifteen 11. and lay eleven. Yeah. Thanks for coming. Really <laughs> appreciate you taking my business. <laughs> Pay you extra to do it. Yeah, I yeah. like under sixteen and a half, sir. I think they get uh, two touchdowns or a touchdown and two field goals. Thirteen's yeah, my number. So we'll do CSU, CSU State, or CSC Colorado State coming up tomorrow for the final time. You son of a mother! We're gonna put the. Stop. We're gonna put the finishing touches. We're gonna put the goodbye. We're putting it in the ground. Tony has missed nine games in a row. Right. Just officially say it. Okay. Tani's done, right? He's not playing baseball anymore in 2023. Like it's over. Just announce it. Well, they have to keep people coming to the ballpark. Maybe that he's going to play. No, he's done. You're right. He's done. Just say it. That's it. It's over. He's, he's missed nine games in a row. He That's will it. not play again. in Shut a. He will not play again in an angels uniform. Right. Here's the question going into this. Would you sign Otani knowing the elbow situation? As a hitter, would you sign him as a hitter? I think we got to establish the fact that, oh, are you pitching too or not? He wants to pitch too eventually. Yes, he wants to come back and pitch, but not he he won't be able to for a while. What's that thing called? The ulnar? UCL is the easier way of saying it. Yes. Ulnar collateral ligament. Okay. Um, Second one time. My answer would be this. We want to sign you. We want you to stay. We don't want you to pitch. To the angels? He'll walk. He wants to pitch. That's fine. But we got to get it out there first. I really don't want you to pitch because the next time you do it is the last time you do it. 
The next time this goes, the whole thing is done. I think. Three times, yeah. <laughs> I got to talk to the doctor. Again, I'm not a doctor. Uh, so I think that's, we have to establish that. Now, if he says, I run a pitch and I'm going to pitch, I'm going to recover from this, then I think we have to have a lot of provisions in place. It's not the same conversation it was a month and a half ago, is it? A month and a half ago? I mean, August 3rd, everything changed. So, no. Would you sign him? Yes. To be a hitter only? Yes. And then hope that, hope that he one day pitches again. He's a 40 home run guy. <laughs> like he's... <laughs> He's 100% can just be a pitch, a best, just be a hitter and be a hell of a hitter. Does this open up the market? Is other teams now in, in the running? To sign him? Of course. If he, if he, he was going to be a $600 million contract, now it's a $400 million contract. Many more teams can afford it. In particular, if you're going to invest in him for a 10 year spot or an eight year spot, he's 29 years old. 10 years? We're giving him 10 years? That was the talk, right? It was a 10, it was going to be eight to 10 years. That was before we had to get the elbow fixed. Well, now that's even more why I'd be comfortable giving him that long of a contract. Because he can come back and be dominant. He could be pitcher. He could be a really good pitcher and hitter for you. You'd give him a longer contract after he had a second UCL surgery. No, if I knew the surgery was going to be able, he he came back after one. Why can't he came back after, after two? I mean, we've seen it. I believe he'd come back. He'd hit in the, he'd hit in the meantime. So I'd be okay with it. I, I would sign just to be a hitter. I'll just say, forget about pitching. Let's just hit. I said that just now. You said he's not going to do that to you. Right. He doesn't want to. Right. He wants to, but I would, I would say to him, Let's see if you can come back. Let's see what happens. But you're going to hit in the meantime. Like, we're not going to go and have you be gone for 18 months. Oh, oh, oh. I'd sign him and say, let's over a long time. I I have you for eight years. Okay. You're 29. You're going to be here until you're 37 years old. Let's work on getting you back to being a pitcher. But we don't need that for a year, two, whatever it might be. And when you come back, you'll be a closer. Let's limit the number of pitches you're going to throw. And you're going to, you're going to, we're going to do the John Smoltz thing. You're going to come back and be a dominant closer for us. You'll be a hitter and a closer. You're going to hit until it's time to close. That's how I would pursue it. And I would still give him, and I would still give him $400 million. I'm going to miss the stinger. I enjoyed this thing. (laughs) A lot of people on the show are going to miss the stinger next year. It comes back and he plays, but there's nothing else to talk about. Did you see the story about the, the angels are willing to trade Mike Trout now if he wants to leave? Of course, and Mike Trout's too big of a baby. I would have been, I would have been slamming my fist. Leak on, that out. I mean, slamming my fist on the desk. Get me the out of here now. Trade me now. But no, he's not a competitor. I've learned all I need to know about Mike Trout. He's an unbelievable talent, unbelievable baseball player. Not a competitor. Likes his lifestyle. Nothing wrong with that at all. Not knocking it at all. Totally understand it. If I may, if I had that money, no pressure, no attention. It's great. Easy, easy. Spend your money. Walk into places. Is that Mike Trout? I don't know what Mike Trout looks like. I don't know. In New York. Hey, Mike, you suck. Get on the field. Whoa. Whoa. What happens? He doesn't want that. Doesn't want fans that are going to be in his face. Doesn't want fans that are going to demand him to play. Oh, Mike, you heard again, huh? Great. Thanks. Appreciate it. How many times is that? Five? Oh, great. Oh, so happy for you. Get that MVP trophy. Go polish it somewhere. Must be oh. all. 
Phenomenal. How many playoff series wins do you have? All right, same no. with me. It's the truth. I'm not sure why I'm, I'm as far as to say, like, I of course would take Mike Trout on the Red Sox. I wouldn't be ecstatic about it. I'd like it, but I wouldn't be ecstatic. Don't think he can hang in a market like that. I think Philly, Boston, New York would chew him up and spit him out. What? Don't think he'd handle it. He's proven to me. He's not, that's not his makeup. When major league, when major league baseball asks him to be a larger presence, they ask him to be more vocal. They ask him to be more in commercials. He says, no, he's like, I don't want to be a part of this. Again, there's nothing wrong with it. Okay. I'm not knocking it in that way. Is like, sounds like you're he's not a bad guy because of it. He's just not the modern day baseball player that will demand to win. Oh boy. He's just not what we've seen in, in years past of players. He's not Bryce Harper. He's not that type of guy looking for the spotlight, wants to deliver in the clutch. Feels like his career is worthless if he's not playing in playoff games. He chose to resign with the Angels. Oh, boy. He just came in a chat and said, I hope the Halos are generationally bad after this season. He hates them. I don't blame him. I would hate him too. He's angry. Yeah. I, I mean, is that he, the fan base? Is is the f- fan no, base more like he is he? in the 1%. There's so few actual angel fans that have passion enough to actually argue or be mad about well, something. There goes that sponsorship. I was talking to Artie too. Oh yeah. I'm sure you were. Damn. What, were you what were you talking about? How about bulldozing that ballpark and building an actual ballpark? Pass that <laughs> along. Tell them the rocks suck. It's a dumb idea. Suck then it sucks now. Sorry, Artie. Ballpark is garbage. We're going to put the BVB right on the marquee. That'd be oh, great. On the can big I, A. Can I demo it? Can I press the blow up button? It's an upside down V. I was talking about getting the B's and the V's upside down. Because yeah. Kids put that on the hats reversed. Look, you take this hat like this. Can we now agree that Dis- Disney should not be involved in two things? Disney should not be involved in baseball teams or hockey teams, and soon to be should not be involved in in in, in sports books. Look at that! That would be a perfect the big A right there, the V in the middle. It would look cool. That's true. It would look neat. Damn! Mike, you also get to work on that. Sonic, somebody. That look cool. Damn it! Can we still blow up the ballpark and make a new ballpark? No, (laughs) I want a new ballpark there. I don't like the ballpark. Uh, Trey Turner is going for perfection. He is 27 of 27 for stolen bases. He's fast. If he can go the rest of the year without getting caught, he'll set a new record for the most stolen bases in one year without being thrown out. He's been successful on 31 straight steals. According to Elias, that's the longest streak since some guy named Whit Merrifield did it in 2021, where he stole 33 strikes. How do you know straight. who Whit Merrifield is? I don't know who that is. No one, has, no one has stolen more than 33 straight since Coco Crisp nagged 36 in a row in the 11 and 12 seasons. And Vince Coleman holds the record for 50 straight stolen bases Whoa. from 89 to 90. Yeah. Vince, Vince could fly. He could fly. I love Vince. Vince was running on AstroTurf. He was running on that hard St. Louis Cardinals stadium. Lord. He was, Um, see ya. I hope he does it. I hope he goes perfect. Be cool. Yeah. Carry it over next year. I mean, like he hit that home run yesterday to tie the game. Tie the game, right. 
place exploded. That was fun. I, I, I so love what's going on in Philadelphia again, but the Braves are just the Braves. It just, oh, yeah, it's, it's, it's so annoying. Yeah, this is fun. Stolen base is back, P. Roll. It's back in baseball. It's back um, strategy-wise. It's back. I hope like, it's back in the playoffs. That's what I hope it's back for. Oh, I think it will be. Because we haven't had a really big moment steal in a while. Oh, here we go. Here we go. Go ahead. I mean, what was the biggest moment steal in the postseason? Go ahead. I know in what the history. We know what that is. Romano Rivera. It's not even. A, it's not even a question. Mo can't hold anybody on, and Dave Roberts steals second base, and Big Poppy hits the home run, and we'll see you tomorrow night. The Red Sox go on the biggest comeback and best comeback in sports history. But I'm not talking about that as far back as 04. We've had other moments where stolen bases have been important over the last 20 years. Yeah, I just wanted to give you an opportunity yeah. to talk about that stolen that's base fine. by Dave Roberts again. Still that's best. Fine. That's the best baseball moment of my life. Everybody knew he was going, and he still made it. Yeah, correct. That's like as the pitcher, I remember I would come to a stretch, and I'd look over, and I'm like, I know he's going. I'll throw over. But now you can't. And then there's limited throwovers. Now. I used to so throw over it's five be. or six times in a single at bat when Look, I was throwing a pitch. The Red Sox and the Yankees. Sure the guy had to dive, get back up, dive, get back. Now he's tired. Now my brother is catching, may actually yeah. throw him out. Red Sox and Yankee games, that literally in the oh. seventh, eighth, and ninth inning, that would cause oh. the game to go an hour longer was the cat and mouse game on first base. Oh. That guy for the Yankees that was the setup guy that used to wear his hat on the top of his head like this, that big right-hander, he would throw over there 10 times in that bat. Like 10 times. And we'd boo him and get mad, and, oh. and everybody would be like, yeah, but that was 100% would, would go and do it. So uh, we talked about this a little earlier, but Adam Wainwright is going to get to number 200 through hell or high water. But all you need me to do is bet on Adam Wainwright against Adam Wainwright, and he's going to get it on his next start. So wait a second. Are you acknowledging right now that at least in this situation, you are a jinx? You're a mush? You are the guy? There's no, there's no such down? thing. There's no such thing. But if I you know, wanna, but you put the Maloik on him. You I, did, I, whatever whatever you want to call it. It's just a bad zip. bet. Whatever you want to describe it as, bad bet, Maloik, jinx, whatever stupid name you want to put on it, go right ahead. Because it's true. I bet two times on Adam Wainwright. First time I bet was on the 28th of August. Against San Diego at home. Win. I, bet the, I bet the over in that game. Adam Wainwright, 4-1 win. Oh, I'm sorry, 4-1 loss. Sorry, 4 But he went six innings, eight hits, one earned run. He was tremendous. He pitched well. In the starts before that, he'd given up seven, eight, three, and six earned runs. In the two starts, in, in the start in between, he went up against the Braves. He so. went five and two-thirds, six earned runs, eight hits, in yeah. an eight-five loss. Yeah. Bet against him last night for the second time since the 28th of August. Five innings, two earned runs, five-two win. Cardinals win. I bet well. team total over for the for the Orioles. Orioles didn't get there. And did not get there. It did not come in. So I'll bet on his next start. I'll bet on him. You guys can go ahead and fade it and bet on Wainwright. I'll bet against him. And we'll get to number 200 and we'll be done with Adam Wainwright pitching anymore because he should not be pitching anymore. He's four and 11 with a 7.95 ERA and a two whip two 1.98 whip right now. And there's still 1.98. Yep. That's disgusting. Terrible, terrible. Terrible. He never should be out there, but they, they're so I, damn I, desperate. I mean, I give. haven't looked at whip numbers like long term, but that's got to be one of the worst season whips ever. 
right? I would, I mean, yeah. I mean, that's, yeah, it has to be. I mean, in terms of pitching, you don't normally get to see a whip that bad. That's what I'm saying. Like 1.4 or higher is a bad whip. I don't know. That's, that's, oh my gosh. That's interesting. So where is, that's all pitching. Does he not qualify? Oh, for, does he have enough innings? He has to have enough innings. That's really because Patrick Corbin, according to ML, according to ESPN.com, the leader in whip is 1.48. Patrick Corbin. The worst whip. The worst. But right, one that's point, what I mean. That's what I said. 1.4 or 1. higher. 1.98. W- Wainwright is 1.98. That guy. <laughs> He's that guy. full a full half hit or walk be, per I mean, innings. Higher. Man. So uh, he must not qualify. But oh my god! To give you an idea, Kyle Friedland, Dylan Cease, Brady Singer, Lance Lynn, Patrick Corbin—some of the worst pitchers in baseball—are one four, one four four, one four six, one four seven, one four eight. That's okay. That's I thought. I thought maybe you had made a mistake when you said one point nine eight. That's what he, he's one point nine eight. Wainwright's one point nine eight. How's he not like he should be wearing like hockey equipment when he's on the mound? Right. You got to be dodging balls and stuff. That's a <laughs> lot of base runners. Walks, hits, innings pitched. That's a lot of guys on base. He should just start the inning pitching from the stretch. That is so weird. He's four and eleven with a seven point nine five ERA, one point nine eight WHIP. He's pitched twenty games. He's gone. Uh, how many innings pitched in total has he pitched? I don't understand why how he how he wouldn't qualify for that list. That's weird. He's got twenty starts. He has a negative two point three WAR. <laughs> That's unbelievable. Minus 2.3. What is that? This is one of the worst seasons lines for for a starter. Well, you don't last this long. You don't last this long. Going after this career milestone. He's down in triple A already. He's gone, or he's like Alec Manoa. They send a person like these with these numbers down a single way. Go work on it. It's unbelievable. His win percentage is 26%. Oh. 94 innings pitched. That's why he hasn't pitched enough innings. Okay. There you go. That's why he's not qualified. He hasn't thrown enough innings. Only 94 innings pitched. Wow. That's a, that's pretty funny. Wow. Uh, all right. Phillies are plus 140 home dogs today to the Braves. I think they're live for sure. Take it, Philly. You got the hat on. That's again, I keep, I'll fall for it. Strider got hit last time he was pit, last time he pitched, gave up some runs. Couple bombs. Schwarber to hit a home run today. Got to be live bet. Got to be possible. Um, Stott Bryson is just swinging the bat. Excellent right now. Watched a lot of that game yesterday. I thought they were going to come back and win it. Christopher Sanchez is is a much different pitcher at home than he is on the road. 3.97 ERA at home, 1.29 on the road. Excuse yeah. me, he's at home. 251 batting average versus 167 batting average. Betting against oh, the Braves is is aggravating and dangerous. It's it it hurts like because they just keep winning. The total just moved all over the place. Up or down? Uh well, it was they moved it to nine and a half from nine. So it went up over. Over supply. I like over. If you can oh, find over nine, get it now because they just moved it to nine and a half. Five different books, literally in the last thirty seconds. 
coincidence? I think not. Interesting. Guys. All right, guys, we'll get the super chats ready. If you guys have any topics you want Dave and I to discuss during bonus time, it's very simple. There's a little right-hand corner button, press on it, fire away, put it in there. We'll get to it during bonus time for that. If you guys are live on Sirius XM channel 159 or Sports Grid Replay, you can go and watch the bonus time, which will include whatever we're going to get to from a uh, super chat perspective. So different topics and whatever the audience wants us to discuss games, picks, plays, and whatever we'll go do that. Also just watch the whole show. If you want on YouTube live or on 1030 Pacific time, 1:30 Eastern ish or so every single weekday. And we'll talk to you guys coming up tomorrow. Yes. 1030 AM, 130 PM, PM Eastern time. Eastern. Yeah. Replay it. 10 o'clock Pacific, 1 a.m. Eastern on Sports Grid TV and Sirius XM Channel 159. If you guys are with us live on Twitter and YouTube, do not move. You guys are getting bonus stuff. Hey, a couple quick topics before we yep. roll. Uh, game one tonight, Vegas. There's not been a back-to-back champion in the WNBA, WNBA since 0102. Right. One. 0102, one back to back champion. Wait a second. WNBA's been playing basketball since 0102? Yeah. Wow. Yeah. It was created in 1996. Oh, I remember that. I was down in Curacao in 97. They, we kept taking calls about putting it up, and I was like, no, we're not putting it up. <laughs> there you go. Uh, Numbers they, were at literally complete guesses. 16 and a half tonight against Chicago. They are only minus 145 to repeat. That's the series price. No, this is the championship price. I know, but that's what the, they're going to be in the championship. That's Between the series these two? price against okay. them, against the Liberty. They okay. have home court, right? The Aces? Correct. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, that's the season. series price. What's the price on the Liberty? Plus 145 right now? Yep. Well, that's better than plus 115 or whatever they're going to give you on the opposite of minus 145. Yep. Is it any question in your mind that these two teams are meeting? No, really. I don't think so. No, it's going to, this is the league wants it to, I mean, they've been on a collision course all year. They've played epic games so far, blowouts on blowouts. It's been a, a, you know, a heavyweight belt. And then I, I, for tonight though, this number is too heavy. This is too heavy. I would say I would lean your way, not knowing like this is the first playoff game. Game one, Chicago's three and oh ATS against Vegas this season. Chicago had to win three games in a row to get into the playoffs. Did they beat them? Chicago no. beat okay. So no. they've covered the last time last the last time they played, they lost by seven. In Chicago or here? Uh they've played twice in Chicago, once here. Huh. Chicago plays defense and Chicago's hot. They won't, they won't win the game, but they're not going to be intimidated coming in here to play Vegas tonight. Numbers painted 16. That's a term. If you guys don't know where every book in the world is the same number, it's painted on the board. 171 and a half is a total. Mm-hmm. Just trying to read through the tea leaves. Under. I'd say over. No, see, I was, I'm just looking at them. I'm just thinking over, but none I don't games, know. None of the games this year between the two teams have gone over that number. Uh, I'd, be, I'd be very surprised to see that number go to see that number. Vegas only scored 100 points once. Wow. 
Yeah, I guess one game did go over that 171. I guess one game did go over that. You are so bad with the math. Yeah, no, I'm just remember, I'm just, just remembering the scores. <laughs> so it's not I math. Remember thing. yesterday. You're just bad remember, with the math. I'm just remember this. I'm bad, yes, I'm bad with math, but that's not why. I'm, just, I'm remembering the, the scores. <laughs> so the score was, uh, let's see, in the regular season, the score was 107.95 in game two in Chicago. But 93 107.95 that went over, right? But then 93.80 and 94.87. Those are all over. Over one 175? 94.87 is 185. So it's 173. 94.87 is well, that's what? That's 15. No, that's one 181. Okay, that's over there. Yeah, okay. But so, so two and one to the over then on that. Over. I don't know. I'm scared. I'm scared by that. It's a playoff game. They're going to play defense more. I, I'd be scared by that. I don't like that. Nope. Disagree. I'm, I'm disagreeing on that. That's fine. We can agree to disagree. That's great. Yeah. Bloodhouse like, like, just came in the chat and said he got over nine in the Phillies Braves game. You're good. welcome. Got good. a better number. Hopefully it works out. Um, just a quick one on this could be like covering yeah. Vegas. I don't know if you guys have seen what's been going we'll on. We'll discuss here. this more tomorrow when we get more details, but Okay. I but the cyber attack at MGM that. over 48 hours, last 48 hours here in Vegas has been an absolute nightmare. Holy shit. Yeah. This is scary. Is it not? Well, according I, to uh, according to the Vital. Um, Las Vegas well, no. Locally? Well, a variety like Ve- Vital Vegas, Vegas locally, um, Poly C, Vegas Poly C, all, all these guys who cover the Vegas, Vegas issues, all these different social media yeah. people who cover this, cover it. Supposedly, it was done relatively easily how the hack happened. Like, it wasn't that. That's what I heard. Yeah, it wasn't that easy. Like, it That's wasn't what that I hard mean. It's it. scary. It's pretty easy. And they've basically, it was ransomware. MGM's not paying it. MCM, MGM believes that they've gone around it, but they basically crippled their ability to operate US-wide. A lot of their systems, all of their um, reward systems are still down. Oh. As of last night, they were still manually checking in everyone. No digital check-in. And the key cards weren't working all the time. Oh, and, a lot, and a lot of the slot machines... when that happens. Every single payout had to be a hand pay on the slot machines. So if you won $5 or $5,000, it was a every- hand payout. Every single one. So people were leaving money in the machines... And so people were worth watching people leave and they were running to their machines because they saw they have 20 bucks that they couldn't, they couldn't get it out. And they're just like, fuck it, I'm out of here. Someone would sit down and start playing, put more money in and start playing. Because oh, no. it would take too long for someone to come and give a hand payout and they wouldn't care if it was only like a small amount of money. They wouldn't care. They just walk away. There's a whole, <laughs> there's a whole society of people that walk around on those machines all over the strip, yep. <clears throat> all over downtown <laughs> hunting for that situation to happen. It's a free They're hunting for, for a lot of things, but yeah. that situation is ideal. When those people come, if you ever come to Vegas and you're sitting around and you're playing a machine and somebody comes and starts like lighting up cigarette after cigarette, after cigarette, trying to get you to leave. I think that's that that's the signal for someone else to come in and play it. Like there's enough machines around that like it's not like other cities. You went back east, you went back to Mass. So, there's a lot of times you got to wait for machines. 
you don't really have to do that here in Vegas. It's not too often. You can find something. You can uh, at my supermarket. You can sit down on a machine. It's everywhere. <laughs> Correct. But there's people watching when machines. Certain patterns happen. Certain bonuses go up. Tilt. Certain progressives reach yeah. certain numbers. There's people around. They have to be having, like, the amount of communication between them right now and what's going on. There's a lot of advantage gamblers that live in this town. They're all connected in a lot of ways. They have to be bouncing. I can't imagine being on the other end of BetMGM right now. Nope. Absolute disaster on, on so many levels because not only are the casinos being targeted. I mean, if you're coming into town, if the Bellagio line was a four-hour line. Those are some into the hotel. Those are some rich people who are real pissed off. Oh, MGM was three to four hours. I mean, there's it's, nothing worse than when you take a trip and yes, you and you're exhausted place. and you want to go to and bed you, and you're just, in line. I just want to check in. I yep. just just make sure I can check in and get to my room and then I'm good. Like I'll yep. figure out everything I'll else. Sleep or I'll go eat or I'll something. I get there and I got to stand there, stand there for and four hours for a human to come over. And I would just say, screw it. I don't know where I'd sleep, but I'll say, screw it. I'll talk to you guys later. Well, I, saw, I saw the tweet that Caesars tripled their rates. Jerks. You could right? check in there. Yep. Of course. So, <laughs> okay. You want to go over here? Sure. Yep. It's $500 now. It was, it was 89. Now it's 400 a night. Come on in. We'll get you checked Disgusting. right in. Just gross. That's what Vegas does, man. It's it's cutthroat bad. It's cutthroat bad. By the way, somebody just moved Las Vegas to minus 17. I know they're watching the show. 100% wow. they're watching the show in places that we don't know. But like, again, thank you like if you favor. are. Hit the like button. Hit the subscribe button. Speaking, speaking of that, we can go right to that. I feel like I got my hands up. No, he's <laughs> I'm taking the dog. Sky plus 16. Are you? Vegas is 0-3 ATS against them. They win by 10. They don't win by... They take... Even if they're up by 25 points, watch what happens. Vegas relaxes. Maybe it's not... not, Maybe the playoffs game one, they won't. But I've, I've bet on them enough times this year that they relax. And there's just... There's something of a tired nature to this team trying to go back to back. They don't kill teams. This the is way game one of a three-game series, right? Correct. Yep. You you're probably on the right side of this, but for the show purposes, I'm going to say book it. Okay. Because I think if there's a game that they don't cover in the series, it's this one. Right. Sky cover game two, and then game three is competitive. If it's the Sky cover, if the, Aces cover game two. You mean? No, Aces cover tonight. Oh, okay. So I'm booking this one. Okay. Your your play. Okay. Aces cover tonight. Sky cover game two. Win or yeah, lose. They're I probably would, not going to win. They're probably going to be two, three. I think that they two, win. Three. I think Vegas wins, doesn't cover game one, and then crushes them in game two and wins the oh, series. Oh. Okay. That's, I, I think it's, I, I think Chicago's going to have a lot of piss and vinegar tonight. They're going to be ready to go. Yeah. See, this is one of those ones where, they're seven and one ATS over the last eight games. They had to win the final three games just to make the playoffs. Yeah, this is this is that one that they'll ride the dog into the game if there's if there's action. I mean, there should be decent action 
on this game. There's seven o'clock start. Pacific time, yeah. Should go. Ten o'clock Eastern, seven o'clock Pacific. I should go. It's a school night. We'll see how things work. It's a late school night. Yeah, it's it's seven fifteen. Be ten. Good luck selling that. (laughs) Oh no, that's that's why they'll go. It's a school night. We can't go, and then I'll go myself. Oh, I see what you're saying. Yeah, there you go. Should be a sold out rocking atmosphere. Should be fun. Oh, it's going to be sold out. Should be. Yeah. Oh no. All right. Oh, that's the neighbors. I'd be surprised if it's not. I mean, it's it. I know it's it's a it's a it's a Wednesday, but it's. I mean, the the first time repeat starts now. The real the real time starts now. Okay. For Vegas, only one other bet. I'm only betting one time. I'm going light today. Marlins money line against the Brewers. Marlins got to snap this streak. Oh, Brewers are very good at home. I know. Uh, I know. I went I, against it. I went like against the, it. Yes. This is like the bargain basement price for the Brewers. The only the only bet I got right yesterday was this bet on field yesterday. First five over Verlander got touched up bad yesterday by the by the A's. He did. And I thought same thing. This is the same feel. Same thing. Marlins get this one today. They need this one today desperately. Mm. They're a game and a half out of the playoffs. They got to. I know. They got to get going. Oh, this last couple of weeks, man, it's going to be fun. It's going to change every day. It's jumping around. I, 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 was, I like the Brewers today. I, I saw that number. The overnight number had them at a, even money. Like they were plus. I was like, this can't be. I got them. One, I got them as a favorite. Marlins minus one fifteen. Now it's even money. Right, Brewers, Brewers money came flipped. in. I, Mar- I had the Marlins, and it flipped. Came in on the Brewers. Yeah, right. money the Marlins in on the Brewers. were the favorite last night. Yep. I, I thought that can't be right. I would definitely bet the Marlins, or I mean the Brewers. I like the Brewers again, so I'll I'll say book it. Okay, book. It. Yeah. Super chat questions to be answered. Uh, Dave's daily picks. Thank you to Dave for nailing the fifth run in the fifth yesterday. We appreciate well, that. Uh, big business. Appreciate you both offering a break from reality. Family going through some tough times right now. We're uh, prayers for little big consig. Uh, Rangers could be back, boys. Ooh, he's 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 back in. Canadian bacon is not bacon. We would agree. Um, Crunchy Beaver says he dropped a twenty spot on this. If Ole Miss beats Bama, okay, I'll do five one hundred dollars super chats this week after the game. If they don't want, if they don't, I want a BVB hat next time I go to Vegas. Parole has to pay for it though. <laughs> <laughs> LOL. Bama's not losing to Ole Miss in Tuscaloosa. Holy so, crap. So we, so we found out who <laughs> Crunchy Beaver is a Bama fan. <laughs> Crunchy Beaver's a Bama guy? He's a roll tighter. So there you go. Wow. On that. Okay. To Sonic, he dropped a 10 spot for a super chat. Here is his question. Okay. On the doctor's round robin, I enjoyed the round robin, and some of those were amazingly accurate picks on the dog. Can you, Matt or Dave, give a little more insight on which markets to go with this week? Half or full game, spread or money line. Last week, Dave kind of recommended the half. Oddly, also, one of the big national books, I think DraftKings, was saying no to a first half parlay. I think Fanduel was able to do it though, but when I went looking there, a couple of the common markets were off the board at the time. I had to go with a first half. 
The doctor's round robin needs to be a thing. I think we need a stinger. I uh, had a long text conversation with the doctor on Monday. And um, we're going to develop this for yeah, sure. I think this is a good idea. People like this. He's been amazingly accurate. He hit so three the, out of four last week again, right? The pro, no, two. The Texas uh, Tech thing was crushing. Oh. It was at the, he was on the Texas Tech thing, too. He just can't. It was only two. Um, he's, one, he's one for two out of it so far. It's profitable. Yeah. The problem is it it gets better. Like the dogs that we take now, this this gets live when we get into conference play. When okay. everybody's playing conference play, okay. this is so. The debate was to do it first half only or first half and game, because he said that the teams that were taken that he takes, they just don't have that sustain. They can't continue. They run out of gas in the fourth quarter. Okay, and I keep telling him this has been part of the problem for years. He gets always so close, and we're always like one game away from the big score. Okay. So I think we'll we'll have it nailed down. Um, you know, the doctor's best ever play was the Masters. He had Danny Willett when Danny Willett won the Masters at 200 to 1, 150 to 1. He was telling me about. Is it Danny Willett? I think it's Danny Willett. Yes. Golfer, right? Yes. I I believe it's Danny Willett. Yeah. Yes. So, um, like, that was one where we had to go, like, he didn't let me come, but I said, do you want me to come and bring a bag to help collect the money? That was one of those ones where we had to go multiple stops and pick up bags. Like, it was at 200 to 1, $100, you know, (laughs) that's. Was that 20,000? 200 to one, two zeros, four zeros. Yeah. Multiple stops of that. So, doctor takes shots. This will be, this will be fun. We'll do the, we'll do the doctor's parlay on Fridays when he get, when hopefully he sends it to me tomorrow, but we'll, we'll have it. Um, and then I'll be able to talk it through because he'll send it to me and we'll, we'll go back and forth and, you know, I'll look at it and be like, that's not, going to be one of them but he's adamant that he wants to be a part of the show he's been watching the show he enjoyed the show on friday that you and i did on sports grid oh good more in his time zone good so he he said you guys do do that every day huh? i said i told you watch the chat the people are asking for the doctor's parlay oh, no debate there yeah yeah no no debate on wow that. bear molly said aces tickets tonight on game time for six dollars plus all in price you can definitely go if you want nice Bonvi's okay. asking what doctor. That's what we, that's his uh that's his nickname. His do- he's a he's not an so, actual doctor. said, I'm not a Bama fan, I hate Bama. <laughs> oh. All right. But yes, I will do that. Deal. I'll buy you a hat. You come to Vegas, I'll buy you a hat. Done deal. Crunchy, we'll send you a hat. Yeah. You gotta you will get the information, but now but we ne- got a route for Ole Miss. <laughs> Who's Old Miss playing for? Or who they playing? Who they playing this week? Ooh, Old that's a question. I don't actually know. Um, that might be a, 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 a bad spot for them. Oh, let's see what you're saying. Um, Ole Miss is playing Georgia Tech at home. Minus what? Jesus, 100. 
Um, from 18 and a half to 20, right? Uh, where's the number? 20 and a half. Yeah. I still got it. Hey. <laughs> was just under 21. It was his first thought. We still got it. Mm -hmm. God, somebody's going to hire us. We're going to run the BVB book. <laughs> Great. You can you're run it. Well, no, you're going to run the media department. <laughs> Fine. I'm going to help you do that. You're going to help me run the risk department. Great. I'm going to no keep same. you away from the numbers and the math. No, no same game parlays. I love Why? We've got to do that. <laughs> Why? <laughs> because that's the business. Great. Favorite thing about today is what? Um, two things. One, seeing the sunrise is just absolutely amazing. And mm. now that, you know, Bacon Sig is resting comfortably Good. and everyone else is relaxing, everything's fine. We had the meeting at school today with Little Consig. We had to come clean about something. Um, but we learned something. And you and I talked about it yesterday. What's the name of that site? Uh, Don't oh, even say it. Since okay. Site where you can go and talk to strangers online. Oh, I disappeared. You made me zap away. You see that? You froze. I didn't. I was staring at the screen and the screen turned black and then I came back. Anyhow, um, learned something listening to the kids <sighs> and about this like crazy site that you can go on and it just it makes it look so easy to kids and how important it is that we need to. Yeah, I searched Madeline's iPad. Unfortunately, I found a video on there. Shit, yeah. So it was a YouTube video, but a YouTube video referencing a, a prank that you can do on that chat, on that video chat site. It tonight. seems so innocent. Oh, yeah. And until, until, until I told Madeline that if I ever find, if I do another search and I ever find that on your computer, you will lose your iPad and you never will see it ever again. So that's how like, the discussions kind of have to go as oh, a yeah. dad. Oh, you so have to I, have these discussions. I will search your iPad from time to time because I let her go. One of our agreements is that she likes to go on big YouTube, not YouTube kids, because not everything because YouTube kids doesn't have everything that she wants to see. And I said, right. and YouTube shorts also don't exist on YouTube kids, which they all love. So I said, I'm giving you a responsibility here to be a grown up to know what is in your mind inappropriate. And if you think it's inappropriate, and that little voice, your conscience tells you, get the hell off of that. If Correct. not, you lose your iPad. I went as far as saying like what my parents said to me, I will take, I think it was my Walkman or something, and I will take it and I will smash it in front of you. And then I will get a hammer and smash it some more. If you really, you know, if you can't listen or whatever it was. Right. Yeah. And I said, Kendall, we'll just take the. We'll take the iPad and we'll smash it right in the driveway. And then we'll make sure we drive the car over it. She looked at me like, why would you do that? I'm like, that's how much I mean. Right. You cannot do this. Like, this is not, I'm not playing. I know how much that iPad means to you and how much you use it. That's what we'll do to the iPad. If you get on that site, like you understand the seriousness of it. Yes, daddy. So having to play like, you know, sympathetic dad and hardcore dad and all that other stuff before nine o'clock this morning. I was like, oh, but seeing a sunrise and being in a good place and knowing we were going to be here and meet at the 1030 ish, 11 o'clock ish with mm. Lou's shirt on. Rainmaker Lou made this, you know, T-shirt. I've been wearing this all day today. Um, that was that was the best thing about today so far. And that 
Philly's over, hopefully. <laughs> what are you looking at? Addison says to smash it and poop on it. <laughs> okay. I don't want to do that. <laughs> That's a little bit extra, no? It's nasty. Uh, my favorite thing about today, uh, we'll finish watching it tonight, but do you remember the first time you ever watched something on MTV? Oh, absolutely. So Madeline has no idea what MTV is, but the MTV Music Awards, the the VMAs, the Video Music Awards, amazingly enough, they still give awards for music videos. They don't play music videos anymore, but they still give this award ceremony out. That was, was last the, night? It was last night, and it was really funny just watching watching Madeline's reaction to the whole thing and like, you know, most of the shit's really inappropriate and it's just like, you know, like turn your eyes, don't look at this, like blah, blah, blah. Mm. I try to, I try to make a big deal of it. So then she wants to watch it because it's like, I'm not supposed to watch it. So I kind of right. like, I just said like, why do you like this music? This music is awful. But it was just really fun. Cause I remember one of my first times when I was about her age watching MTV for the first time. And she was there because Taylor Swift was there. And if you haven't seen right. some of the memes of Taylor Swift, she was loaded, drunk, and drunk Taylor Swift is pretty funny as hell to watch her reactions in that. But we're gonna we didn't finish watching it. So we're gonna so she's she's all excited. She got up this morning. She's like, We're gonna finish watching the VMAs. I was like, Yes, we'll finish watching the VMAs. So when she gets home from school later today after homework is over, uh, she'll end up watching. We'll watch some more VMAs. That so. is the that is the website, um, Bonvi. Bombie just asked what yeah. the website was. He typed it in the chat. If you guys yeah. are watching the show, it's on there. We don't want to say it. Yeah. We don't even want to give them an opportunity to pop up in our right feed feeds or anything else. Anything else yes, like that. So that, yes, that is, that is, is it. Yeah, that is it. it is. Yeah, I learned a lot about that. You I you scared the fuck out of me last night because I had no idea what that was. I'd never heard of it until I started doing the deep dive research. And I was like, mother, okay, it's that yeah. time now. I have been waiting for this. This is like, I have this like thing in my brain of like when we have to start doing the cyber watch stuff, but here we go. Yeah, Great. Well, we, we had to alert the teacher today and the principal and all this other stuff. And I was more worried about other kids looking at that site. I'm not worried about mine. You right. know, she didn't know. Now she knows she won't do it again. So right. but um, still, yeah. Kids don't know. And they walk into it. It's, yeah. it's a blah, site. So Bobby, right, send me a DM to, to Bobby, send me a DM with the address and the colors you want. I'm going to go. I got to go today. So I'm running down to see our guy. Oh, good. Get a, okay. get a couple put out there. Very nice. At Boston versus the book on YouTube and on Twitter, hit the like subscribe button, hit the bell. So, you know, when we go live tomorrow is a Thursday, we have a lot of NFL football to talk about tomorrow, including Vikings Eagles tomorrow night. He is Dave. I'm Matt. We'll talk to you tomorrow for BBB.